everybody, what's up? Welcome to Xbox Ultimate Podcast. This is episode number 31. Uh, we are joined this week by another special guest. Uh, I will get to introductions in a second. Uh, I want to thank everybody here that's uh, got ready in the chat ahead of time to uh, be here for this awesome show. Um, also, um, I want to also acknowledge uh, some... Hey, baby. Uh, this is my daughter hanging out here. Uh, acknowledge uh, some events that happened this past week and give a shout out to uh, Iron, Iron Lord's uh, podcast and Lord Cognito and all of those guys. Uh, they had a special event today uh, for a tragic loss that we had in this tight knit community with iDizzy. And uh, so we feel for his family. I wanted to make sure we acknowledge that also. Uh, there was a lot of money raised today. Uh, so far, it is up to $13,000. Uh, due to everybody's contributions and this amazing community. I have in the uh, description below a link. If anybody is uh, capable of donating, if you haven't already, that's fine. No pressure either way, uh, but uh, they do need uh, support. So um, that is in the description. Now, also, this is going to be a fun show about Xbox and all the fun topics that we have. Um, I want to... uh, say uh thank you to everybody's here i know clowns had an emotional day today because of he was on that um show that we watched earlier uh he had me emotional as well that was an awesome uh all the stuff that you said today clowns was uh was pretty awesome man so uh i felt it when when you were going through that stuff um and you know uh it it, it hit it hit home it, like for us with just your words. So I thought that was great. I wanted to make sure I mentioned that. And speaking of clowns, uh, he is going to be the first our special guest today, Italian clowns. And I want to make sure we give him a nice introduction here. Uh, what is going on, dude? How are you? And uh, and uh, are you excited to talk about Xbox? Thanks, man. Yeah, it's you know it's always a pleasure being here on the Xbox Ultimate podcast with you guys um and i am definitely excited to talk about some xbox i mean who doesn't live and breathe xbox yeah dude sorry i was talking to my daughter here um so she wanted to see she wanted to know hey which one was clowns so she wanted me to put the mouse (laughs) over you just so she could see your name so clowns is awesome clowns has a, a really cool beard um and it's really it's really long and full um we also have our regular uh panel here as well um we have my man oh wait hold on sorry first in my heart is is my girl my my lovely wife the beautiful caitlin hey baby how are you doing i'm good excited that it's friday and spring break for us yeah let's get it going Heck yeah and then we got uh, my man 3-Bit. Yeah, we got my man 3-Bit. She knows who you guys are already. Uh, my man 3-Bit here. How's it going, dude? What's what's up? How, look at his face, guys. He shaved. And oh my gosh. I mean, hey, I, I think we're going to get some uh, some new viewers here today with, uh, with clean-shaven 3-Bit. Uh, so what's going on, dude? How's it going? Hey, man. <laughs> I'm doing good. I just taught a class today. Um, ready to play some Halo tonight. Uh, and we'll, we're going to have some fun for tomorrow for our tournament and everything. But 
yeah, this week has been like I, I've been pl- I've been able to play a lot this week because uh, because of my sickness, and then I called it into my where I work, and they're like, "Okay, take a week off." And I'm like, "Yay!" Next week, it's all gonna catch up. It's all gonna catch <laughs> yeah. up to me, and uh, gonna be pretty busy next week. But uh, excited to talk about some of these topics with you guys, and uh, get to see everybody in the chat, and it's gonna be a fun episode. Heck yeah, man. Absolutely. And we also got our dude Hong Soul. What's up, man? How are you doing? Uh and what have you been playing? I know you've been busy. You've been busy with work and stuff, so Yeah. Yeah, I've been busy as work. Uh you know, first I'd like to uh, say, Mav, I know you already mentioned it and we gotta get onto the show, but I did want to give a special shout out to everybody that showed up today um and the Iron Lords podcast. And uh yeah. again, just you know the loss of, you know, Nintendo guru and I dizzy has been a blow uh, to many parts of the community. And, you know, obviously two great guys that seem to touch a ton of people. I, I didn't know any of them personally. Uh, I spoke to dizzy a couple of times in chat. Um, but other than that, just to hear everybody's stories today on the iron Lords uh, was incredible. I, I was misty eyed all day at work, just uh, listening to it and thinking about it and thinking about his family. Um, but again, the, the, uh, it's amazing since I started in this community, just the friends that I've already met, like you guys and the people that I've come across really gives hope for this world. And when you see something like this and this outpouring from a group of people that don't even necessarily know each other personally outside of just the internet um, and to see everybody come together and try to help out in any way they can whether it's through prayers, whether it's through just some kind words, whether whether it's actually being able to donate, whatever the case may be, uh, truly is something special. And I don't think any of us uh, should ever take for granted uh, what this community means. Uh, we've got a lot of console war BS and stuff out there, um, but I saw people from you know all sides that uh, I didn't think would you know ever come together, and and everybody was there just to obviously celebrate one man's life uh for idizzy today and that was extremely special so that's something that's going to remain with me for the rest of my life uh no matter what else happens to see something like that so special shout out to everybody um it, it was really awesome to see and 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 life is so short guys and it's a it's a it's a it's, a, it's kind of a stupid saying because we all know it's true um uh, but we don't ever stop and think about it during the day uh but you know what you got to tell the people you love uh that you love them whenever you can um, and you never know whose life you're going to touch this through a, cu- a couple of kind words. I mean, again, a lot of people that showed up today just knew Dizzy from chat, never had spoken to the guy before, but his, his banter and, and stuff in the chat meant something to them. And so every day you can make somebody else's day. And I just think that we all need to stop and think about that. So, uh, again, love all you guys, uh, chat. Awesome to see you guys coming out here and supporting us tonight. Um, you know, it's Friday. Um, thank God. And, uh, here we are. So, uh, let's see this week. Uh, I've yeah, work has been killing me, but I actually did get in some, uh, NBA 2k, uh, great game. It's on game pass. Unfortunately, you don't get the next gen version, uh, if you're going to get it, but you know what? The game itself is still amazing. A really cool basketball game. Uh, probably one of the best they put out in a long time. Actually, they did actually improve it. Unlike Madden. 
<laughs> it wasn't as much copying and pasting. So I actually really like that. Uh, back on the Call of Duty again, of course, because I've got my stupid battle pass and I got to finish that thing up. And uh, I just downloaded uh, Curse of the Dead Gods. Uh, I got the recommendation from Leonidas, uh, GBTP, and uh, Goat Force Gaming both uh, said to do it. So I finally jumped in and did that, played through the first level. Uh, awesome. Love the graphics. I can't wait to dive into that deeper. So, uh, but we got some good topics. We got uh, clowns here. Clowns, anytime clowns shows up, you know it's a good day. So, you know, we got to get down into business here. Thanks, Absolutely. Man. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so Psychonauts mentioned it also in the chat that he thinks there was a GoFundMe also. Yeah. So I, that my, and Kate just put, put that link in the description. Um, and yeah, great words. In the yeah. In the, in the chat. Sorry. Uh, great words. Also in the description. Uh, Pong, I think you did a much better job at describing a lot of what's going on right now uh, than, than I, than I can. So thank you for that. Um, so, everybody, this is an Xbox show. There's lots of awesome Xbox stuff going on in the world of Xbox, and I'm just going to keep saying Xbox, Xbox, Xbox. I don't care. Hey, um, we have my wife here is going to uh, tell us what is the first topic of the week, babe. It's the fun speculation of the week, and this week it is State of Decay Three. Right. So, hey. You're thinking, hey, why are we talking about State of Decay 3? Because, you know, it's not really relevant to necessarily what's what's going on with any of the news right now. But it's our show and we can talk about what we want. <laughs> so the reason I'm bringing State of Decay 3 <laughs> up is because nobody is talking about it. Uh, I, I think that it is a uh, big exclusive part of the big stable of... Uh, games it's going to be the first game with undead as actually part of the xbox family which also has uh brings some more high hopes for this title and what it could possibly be um state of decay has a big fan base that is still growing to this day because of game pass the game keeps getting improved um, they've done updates on state of decay 2 uh, consistently just like the first game kept getting better and based on what we had saw at the game showcase last year, I think there is going to be a a, a big jump for State of Decay. And also with the money that Xbox may be willing to put into this franchise uh, now that Undead Labs is part of the team. So, uh, uh, Pong, we'll, uh, we'll start with you, I guess. Are you a State of Decay guy? Have you played the games? Do you like the games? And what... Are you expecting the fun speculation is like, what can we expect from state of decay three for the game to look exactly like the trailer all the way through period? No, um, I, I, <laughs> I'm excited, uh, for uh state of decay three, because I really enjoy state of decay two. It's one of those games. I always wind up going back to, like I'll, uh, you know, I'll get rid of it, make room for other things. And then I wind up re-downloading it and I'll play it for a while and then I'll remove it again. And then I'll come back to it again. The amazing thing about Undead, Undead Labs is, right, this thing came out and it was kind of a mess. Uh, you know, it got shredded apart. People weren't happy with it. It was janky as I'll get out. There was tons of stuff just wrong uh stuff missing um you know but what they've done and what undead labs uh has done which is a, a testament to them is the commitment to the game they continue to improve this game 
they've added so much and they've gone back and reworked basically the entire game. If you play it now from when it first released, you swear you're playing the number three, you're playing like a totally different game because it's nothing like the original, yeah. uh, you know? And so for them, you know, now that they are underneath uh, the Xbox umbrella and they have uh, all of this, you know, they have all the backing. Now they have, they have the cash, um, you know, they have the technical stuff. Um, they, they've got the support they need to actually realize their vision originally, because if you play their games, they are, absolutely fantastic zombie games i mean the zombie genre has been overdone uh to some people's opinion right and and i think we can all agree that if you want to go out and play a zombie game you can find you know a couple hundred of them right ready and waiting for you uh but this one does stand apart but you could see that their vision just simply was too big right their ambition was just too big and 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 i applaud them for that but when you do that a lot of times you wind up falling short right and especially if you don't have all the necessities so i'm just super hyped to see what they do now uh that they have all the stuff that they didn't have before they joined xbox and i think that obviously oh i joked about the trailer um, you know, a lot of people ran kind of with it when the when the trailer was showing, like, oh, they're really they're, are the graphics going to look like this. I don't think so. I mean, I, maybe we'll all be shocked. Maybe this will be, you know, some five, six year development cycle game and Unreal Engine 5. Who knows? Right. But I don't think that that's realistic to think that the game's going to look that way. But I think it is an indication of what they're shooting for. And it'll be curious because the trailer was so solo focused. I want to see where they go with this one. If they're going to change, you know, the original mechanic of, of finding, you know, a lot of people and building kind of a compound and, and making sure that all your people are happy. I'm kind of curious if they're going to change that formula up since they seem in the trailer to focus on a single person trying to survive uh, in, in that girl uh, who was crazy. Obviously she's running for her life, but to scream at, at some wool. I mean, I, <laughs> that was insane, but uh, <laughs> I'd like to see if they are going to go a different route this time and maybe, you know, kind of condense down their, their ideas um, and expand out the world, but expand the graphics, but really, really, really drill down into that survival mechanic and not so much the group, mechanic and i'd like to see if they're going to try that uh i know it's been done before but undead seems to have something special uh again if you go play i can play state of k2 now it's beautiful especially on series uh consoles it, it's absolutely incredible how it runs uh so yeah i'm hyped for it i can't wait to see what they have uh, hopefully we'll see more uh hopefully i would imagine maybe towards the end of this year maybe we'll get something uh bigger teaser maybe um but yeah i can't wait yeah, dude. So another question is, when is State of Decay three coming out? You know, maybe twenty twenty two. You know, like, yeah. Uh, when did State of Decay two come out? Clowns was that last? Was that that was last year? or The year before? Do you remember? Um, I think it was the year before. Let me take a look. Two thousand nineteen, maybe State of Decay. I'm gonna look that up. State of Decay, because I would imagine they just went straight into working on. 3. It was two thousand eighteen. Two thousand eighteen. So it's been yeah, like May. two and a half years now. So that's, you know, a lot of time to have already gotten a head start on this next game. Even if you spent five years on that, you know, you're looking at uh, late 2022, early 2023, right? Uh, So that 
leads to me like we kept saying with Xbox, hey, there's like 2021, maybe a little light, and we're going to get into some of that later. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll say a little, right? We're going to get into some of that later. But if you look at what's coming down the road, it's just like this. And this game is, and it, a bit, to me, it's a big exclusive game that no one talks about, right? It's just for some reason, when we go down to the list, okay, Xbox has got Forza, Xbox has got Gears, it's got Halo, you know, they got Crossfire coming out, they got, um, you know, Starfield is probably going to be exclusive. They got all, they got all these things. There's like this list. Everybody keeps running down the game. I never hear the name of hasn't hit State them yet. Of Decay, <laughs> right? And it's always been an exclusive to Xbox ecosystem, right? Um, so uh, clowns, what, what do you think is going to be? Uh, what what do you think the leap is going to be for State of Decay three? Do you think it's going to be? Do you think there's going to be a leap there, or do you think it's going to be more of the same? You know, it's really hard to say uh, with this one because I don't know if if they're changing the engine at all or if they're going to go ahead and release it. In some ways, right, State of Decay is known for their janky mechanics. I mean, how many times, you know, you try to get out of a car and you just fly up to the sky because it hit like something as you get out. Or (laughs) Or you get stuck. Yeah, you hit a rock and you're like Jeep or whatever is flying off like it's Superman. I mean, it's it's kind of the fun of the game, and uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot more bugginess that they fixed. So I don't know, to be honest with you. It's like there's, I would say, half of the fans of that game love just the insane bugs, and they just roll with it, and I'm sure they're hoping they use the same engine. But I want to say that I, I would like to see the game evolve just a little bit, and I would hope that with next-gen graphics here and all this next gen hardware that they do something special for it. If they're going to use the same engine, at least make, you know, the background and the details uh, more thorough. I would say that. I mean, because it's, this is so hard, man. This is a tough one. Yeah, man. I love that. Quite speculation. This is what, this is like, roll with it. Hey, your wildest (laughs) dreams may come true. Let us know what they are. I want that Jeep to fly to the sun, you know, maybe land on the moon. No, I hopefully a, a lot bigger map, a larger map. Right. And, it, it, you know, it doesn't as punks, it doesn't rely so much on the group mechanically. Maybe I just want to go hang out solo and just shoot some of my bad neighbors. You know, maybe I don't like the neighbors in the game. I just want to shoot them or turn them into zombies or leave them stranded so they get eaten. I just hope that there's a lot more pathways uh, more story into the game, a lot more characters with next gen, and just better detail and graphics in general, but still leave some of that janky mechanics. I mean, in all seriousness, though, it does make the game a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, does it, if it gets all pristine and perfect, does it lose its soul? You know, does it? I think so. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, some of it can be frustrating <laughs> at times. Not, not, not ever too much, you know. Um, but man, the game it, for the reason I think it's so popular is because it's almost like everybody's dream zombie game, right? Where you like it's like The Walking Dead, but you're actually doing everything, right? You're like you're building the community, you're having to take care of all these problems, you're going out on 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 these little adventures to try and get supplies, you're trying to uh, solve problems, trying to you have to be careful of who you run into, all of that stuff, you know. Trying to make sure you have enough beds, just so people are happy. Yes. 
Right. You gotta make yeah. sure that you have enough beds. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of nuance to all of those mechanics. It's very difficult, I would imagine, to actually make that game work. You know what I mean? And all of that stuff works great, even if you do get stuck in a rock or or fly out of the car like randomly every once in a while or whatever. Uh, three, but are you a State of Decay guy? Have you played the first two games? Let's say my favorite part of uh state of decay is is opening the door and just <laughs> just smacking the zombies past, uh, yeah. zombies and, and just smacking the zombies with the door it's so satisfying um every time i play that game um i would say like with state of decay 2 my experience with state of decay is like a little weird the first one i i enjoyed but it it was it was very janky. I think clowns had it had it right. It was very janky. It was very glitchy. Uh, but I still enjoyed it. The second one, um, it was like less so. Uh, but uh, it it had like features in there. Um, where I I felt like it had a, sort of a learning curve for people who don't really play those type of games. Like it 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 had some RPG elements uh in there for sure. Like making sure your camp is good. Making sure like pongs. Like like Pong was saying with the beds, <laughs> make sure everyone your camp is is, is just solid. Um, so it wasn't my favorite in those mechanics in, in terms of like the learning, like learning everything. But once you do know like how everything works, it's really fun, and it's really fun to play with people and and trying to survive essentially with your friends. Um, but in terms of the third one. Um, I'm expecting very much a, a big quality boost. They are, I, I'm pretty sure from the first one they used, if I remember correctly, they used uh, the Cry, Cry Engine, I, I believe, for the very first one. Then they moved it for uh, to the second one. I, I believe they started early development in Cry Engine, and then they're like, yeah, we're going to move to the Unreal Engine. So it still has had that sort of jankiness, but not as much in the second one. Um. For the third one, I'm expecting like, hey, they are established studio now. They have not an infinite budget, but probably way bigger budget uh, than what they had alone, um, Undead Labs. So, expecting very much a, a quality boost. The CGI trailer that we we seen is already, I would say, a, a huge quality boost compared to the trailers that they have uh, for State of Decay Two. So I. <laughs> we'll we'll see there, but I, I'm actually really excited for the third one. I want to see uh, how they adapt the gameplay. Um, a lot of people love State of Decay for the those RPG mechanics, and uh, for some of those reasons, it's not just like a, a, I guess a generic zombie shooter. I think that's what sort of differentiates it um, from other zombie games. So I'm expecting some sort of evolution on that with the third game. And uh, I'm pretty sure it's probably going to use Unreal Engine 5. <laughs> so um, Unreal, with Unreal Engine 5 comes... Works how they, they are saying it works. The optimization for that is going to be amazing for open world games. Um, very lovely for, for, for game developers. And it really cuts down uh, whole processes of having to... Let's say you create a rock... You have to go in, create the rock, make sure the polygons are good, and then you put in ZBrush, and then you bring it back, and then you put in the game engine. All that is cut out. 
with Unreal Engine 5. You just make sure the rock looks good. <laughs> so um, if, if they already have Unreal Engine 5, um, that's going to be awesome. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this game. It, it's, it's very much a weird hybrid of... of uh, it's, it feels kind of arcadey. I guess it's the way you hit people. <laughs> it's yeah. like has that punch to it. Uh, like if you guys play, you know what I'm talking about, but it's like this sort of weird hybrid arcade vibe. Um, but it is also, uh, sort of grained in realism at the same time. So we'll see, we'll see how they decide to push the envelope with a bigger budget, with a bigger team. And, um, we'll see, see what they do with it. Right on, man. Yeah. I, I agree with all of that, that all of you have said for me, I, I just want it to be like the same style i don't want them to like change like what the style of game is but like you said three bit maybe like with unreal engine 5 you know the other thing i think about with that is like hey you know you got with them being part of xbox family now they may have access to uh tools or other developers have may have developed things that they can share between each other. Maybe that would help things with smoothing out some of the rough edges as well. Um, I don't know necessarily how all that actually works. If they are able to communicate and say, Hey, this is what we did over at the coalition with unreal engine five. This may help your game. You know, I, I don't know if that's actually feasible, how it actually works, but in a dream world to me, that's sounds realistic. Right. Um, so, but I think that'd be pretty cool. The other thing I would like to see is like with the cutscene that they had for the trailer, that was amazing. Like that, that was really well done. I would like to see some more cinematic elements brought in to uh, drive some of the story home. Right. And I don't mind it cutting away to like a cinematic cutscene every once in a while. Cause what I saw with that was like, okay, this is really cool. I, I want to see some more of that, but I still don't want it to take away from where the game, like what the heart of what the game is. And I think it's going to surprise people of this game. That's why I'm bringing it up. Cause I want to drive some hype for it. Um, because of what they've achieved with being a small team, small budget. And now they've proven themselves to be worthy of, of Microsoft's like uh purchase. And now they're going all in with this next one. You know what I mean? If they have, like, I forgot to two. say, um, they did release a. All right, so um, I was just gonna say they did release the model uh, that they used in the trailer. They showed the in-game model. Uh, I forgot about that. It was like leaked somewhere, and it looks incredible. <laughs> it looks kind of basically like the CGI trailer. So the graphics are definitely upped for sure. Um, yeah. I completely forgot about that. But yeah, sorry. What are you gonna say, Pong? Oh no no that's cool man. Uh, I was just gonna say, what happens if they go to like a like a uh, two mode kind of game where you have a story driven narrative third party kind of survival horror zombie kind of game, and then you also have like an online experience or more like that that group kind of survival mechanic uh, implemented so that you can kind of do a whole story. Um, but then they also have the the old style where you and buddies can jump in and and you know gather together and build you know build a base or whatever the case may be and try to survive for as long as possible. Be interesting to see if maybe they're going down a more of a you know like you said, man, a, a narrative focused kind of game uh, versus what they did the first time. But also have an additional mode where you can play that style. It'd be kind of cool, actually. Yeah, 
makes sense. Um, it, who who knows? They could grow into a two like game studio also, and you could have two separate two two separate uh, experiences out there like released separately. Um, they have. I think they're. I mean, they've seen like they've been hiring and stuff. So, um, yeah, they got job post. It's if you are interested in joining us, uh, check out the job postings on our job page, right? So, you know, they got, if I go to the jobs page, um, this is Ninja Theory too. They've been posting yeah. a lot of job, um, they got a job postings, technical designer they're hiring for right now and a software engineer animation. And, you know, they're, I think there's like, a lot of potential with all of these studios, you know, um, especially these smaller ones that are growing. Ninja Theory, I think, is an example of that as well, even though I think Ninja Theory is more proven at this point, and they've been around a lot longer. Um, I think Undead Labs is going to surprise some people as one of these uh, Xbox studios. So, uh, hype for State of the K3. Uh, let's get on that train, because it may be one of the big, bigger exclusives that we're getting... Uh, Sooner, maybe end it. Like I said, maybe end of next year, early twenty twenty three, as opposed to some of these other bigger ones, which may be further out. So, all right, babe, what do we got? What do we got next? Um, next up, we have big Xbox exclusives coming in twenty twenty one. Okay, so we have a uh, twenty. We know twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three, and beyond are going to be absolutely bananas, right? Absolutely crazy. It's going to be like glorious, just big games dropping all over the place, right? And there's been this like kind of feeling that, you know, there's really nothing for 2021 to a lot of people. And um, I think now is the time to talk about some of these things because, hey, we're probably going to get some news soon over the next couple of weeks or maybe months about, some stuff happening in 2021 uh, that is going to take attention away from some of this other stuff. So let's focus on what we know about now. And I want to kind of bring uh, highlight some of these games and talk about, uh, Hey, there is actually a lot of stuff coming. Uh, And you can say exclusive to Xbox this year, whether it's a timed exclusive or not this year being exclusive to the Xbox platform um there's there's quite a bit coming so um i made a little a little list and i probably missed some because i kind of rushed through this right before because i we were pretty busy earlier today uh we already got the medium um we have the ascent coming uh crossfire x was delayed it was supposed to be december of last year it's going to be 2021 we don't have an exact release date on that yet um we have Exomecha, the gunk, Halo Infinite, the biggest, maybe the biggest game of the year, period. Um, Microsoft Flight Simulator, Scorn, an indie game that is grabbing a lot of people's attention here is Song of Iron. Uh, looks to be pretty freaking amazing. Uh, Tunic. Cool guy. Yep. Uh, Tunic. Uh, 12 minutes. Uh, Warhammer 40k Dark Tide. 
Um, there, some of these could also be exclusive to because uh, exclusive to Game Pass, but also be released on other other platforms as well. Um, when it comes to that, like it's still a win for Xbox, the fact that it's in Game Pass. That would be uh, one that I didn't put on this list. Actually, that was Psychonauts Two is going to be on Xbox. It's coming this year. A big game. It's going to be on Game Pass, but it is going to be cross platform because that was a game they were making before the acquisition um, over there. Um, also, yeah, I said twelve minutes. Uh, Warhammer Forty K Dark Tide, uh, which looks freaking cool. That that's one that actually has me interested in playing a Warhammer game. Um, and then, could we see Forza Horizon Five this year? Could we see uh, something else big this year announced soon? Could we see Starfield this year? Uh, I think there's one, maybe two games unannounced, which they've alluded to that they have things that is coming this year. They've said this. Uh, that we don't know about, right? When that comes straight from Microsoft's mouth during interviews and things like that. So, with what those titles are going to be, are probably going to be bigger, I would imagine. So, you know, we're going to talk about some of these other ones as well. Like, how good is that still, if you're considering it a downtime for exclusives, uh, to have so many releases all... Of which, well, not necessarily 100% all of them, but most of which are coming into Game Pass. Um, so that's pretty crazy. And what what do you think, Clowns, about Xbox's lineup for 2021 that we know about so far? Do you think we're going to see a couple other things? Um, I think that Xbox has a phenomenal lineup. I think that, you know, we're going to have a lot of surprises in... And what they decide to do, especially with some of the games, uh, continuing like games as a service, I think that we're only going to see, for example, existing games, right? We're going to see Sea of Thieves probably get even better uh, with the content that they're going to keep dropping in. We might even see other games uh, go into games as a service, or at least with more and more content coming in. We know Halo Infinite is coming out, and that game is going to be uh fantastic man i mean it's it's gonna be good it's gonna be like a semi kind of open world game and i can only imagine that if it is semi open world kind of like let's say a far cry universe or something like think imagine that but there's so much stuff they they can add to it i mean they can change that around they can continuously add stuff to it if they really wanted to, they can even put in modes like raid modes. Imagine going in with Spartans and doing like a raid somewhere, like in a cavern or a cave or on a ship. That would be kind of cool, wouldn't it? Oh, 100%, man. I could. I, there's going to be <laughs> random encounters, I think they've already said, where you're going to be actually like just walking around and there's going to be like ships come in and with, with uh, drop-offs and stuff, and you're going to have these kind of, like, almost, like, Destiny-style events happen in the game, potentially. Uh, that would be pretty cool, but, like, a raid mode would be insane. There's so much potential with Halo Infinite um, yes. with what they can do because of the style of game that they're making. Um, and they said the 10-year plan, right, for this, franchise, for this game, um, which means to me that, hey, they're going to take that approach where they are going to keep adding stuff. And we don't know exactly everything. What Halo Infinite launches with is not necessarily what Halo Infinite is going to be three years down the road. It could be so much more. So yes. uh, that has a lot of potential. I'm super excited about uh, how 
how invested they are into all of the games, but especially Halo. Uh, they're not. A lot of people are like, oh, they might be done with it if it doesn't succeed. Xbox is not going to be done with Halo. Okay, Halo is what helped Xbox turn into a legitimate brand. Without Halo launching when the original Xbox launched, there wouldn't have been all those people talking about Xbox out there saying, hey, have you checked out Halo? Uh, Man, this game's crazy. I mean, that was the word back then. I heard some of my older cousins talking about it. Their their husbands were all talking about it. And it was like, I got to pay attention to this, you know? My friends all started... There was, like, so much hype about Halo that, to me, I don't know if Xbox would have been successful initially without it. So, they're not going to give up on Halo. They know how important of a brand it is. You see what they're doing with the TV series. You see what they're doing uh, with with all this extended universe stuff that they've been doing over the years. They've created a huge universe. Um, and you don't just, like, say, oh, okay. Like, we tried, you know, it, no, they're not done with that. So, a hundred percent with you on there, clowns. What about what about other stuff, man? Do you think uh, we could get a couple surprises for this year besides all the other stuff I listed? You know, it's it's hard to think about because we know that they have so many studios right now, and we know that some of them have been working on secret projects that they can't talk about because of NDAs, uh, and we know there's multiple teams at some of these studios, so. Really hard to say what surprises might pop up. I know that there has been talks of uh, Battletoads Season 2 when. Uh, that would be something that would be really cool if that just popped up out of nowhere. Uh, we do know that Delilah is working on their next game, but they can't say what it is. And it has some of the same people involved from the previous game. And they just can't say what it is. So it's very possible we're going to see a surprise like that. And I don't think Killer Instinct's done, despite what people say. There might be a Killer Instinct surprise coming up. And, you know, I this is really tough for me to say, because I want this to happen. And I could be completely wrong here, guys. Like, you know, coming back to this episode later on, you guys might be like, oh, Cloud, you were crazy. You're completely wrong. But I would love, let's say, like, they tricked us all along and that Fable was in development a lot longer than we were led to believe. And all of a sudden, Fable just pops out of nowhere, and it's like, guys, we're ready. Fable's dropping. Get ready. Tomorrow, Fable. You know? How cool would that be? Like, how excited would everybody be? I know that Fable is is my go-to franchise. Like, Halo is your go-to franchise. I love Fable, too, man. Like, it, when Lionhead shuddered, like, that was, like, a sad day, you know? Like, just... That was what I... In the period that I call the dark times of Xbox, right? It was just, like... It just bad news after bad news. Scale get, we scale never got Milo. We yeah. never got Milo. Where's, where Seriously. the heck is Milo, man? Yeah, like... that. that <laughs> I was expecting to to have, like, a, like a son, like, on the screen, you right. know? And be able to interact with this kid and be like, hey... You know, uh, no. How you doing, Milo? <laughs> but it never came to fruition. You know, Peter Molyneux was like, you can say what you want about the guy, but that guy is like a visionary that had inspirations and, and dreams about creating about creating fun things. Uh, he he was awesome, and you know, uh, Fable, you know, is just an amazing amazing game because it's so different than everything else with that humor and the, it's got that British charm to it and everything it's 
uh, so awesome and fun. That, and I think, you know, Fable, we could see it. I, like you said, hey, maybe we'll be surprised and it's coming out this year. There's been rumors of this game being in development for about two or three years now. So it wouldn't necessarily surprise me. But um, I would bet, if I was to make a bet today, I would say Fable Holiday 2022. That that would be where I would put put my money on that. Uh, so uh, Pong, what do you, what do you think about this stable of games that we got? What do you think? Do you think we're going to have some surprises? You've heard me, Mav. I am the 2021 Xbox hype guy all the way. <laughs> uh, you know it. Uh, you know what I feel about this year. Um, look. A lot of questions still. Uh, there's a lot that still needs to be kind of fleshed out here, um, especially since we are still in the pandemic. Um, you know, we don't know where we're going to be at throughout the rest of the year. But, uh, you know, I've said it a million times. I'll continue to say it. I believe in 2021. I think we're going to look back at 2021. And yes, the beginning of 2021, we'll, we'll look back and go, oof, that was rough. But the second half of 2021, late summer coming into fall, buckle up, ladies and gentlemen, um, that starts, uh, that starts everything. And I, I, I truly believe this. I, I, I can see it as clear as day. Uh, if I was sitting in Microsoft's office right now and I knew holiday 2021 was a point when this console, you know, the series consoles, I should say, actually launch to the masses because they're going to have them everywhere. Hopefully at that point, Zenimax deal is going to be done and it's over with. We'll, we'll know at least for the most part where they're going with Zenimax. But as far as the games go, you know, you just listed off a ton of great third party games, Mav, that, you know, we don't even think about, but then the first party start rolling in. And we don't even know, like you stated already, we don't even know everything that everybody's been working on. There could be unannounced titles from last year that were planning on being announced E3 last year and then COVID hit and they just pushed those and they just never said anything because they weren't ready. And now we've got this extra year and maybe they have those ready. And all of a sudden those are surprises that come out this year, uh, summertime. Um, but I think after we hit the summer, and things start dropping, and all of a sudden you come into fall, right? I truly believe in my heart of hearts that Microsoft lays it out. They've got it laid out before them as long as everything works out. And again, there's a lot of question marks. So this is just 100% if it works out perfectly. This is You line up, you come down into fall, you have Wolfenstein 3 ready. Okay, time frame wise, it works out. They announced Indiana Jones for machine games. It all makes sense why they would do that. Yes, I know they have a couple of teams, but you know Indiana Jones is going to get high priority. They're going to want to make a killer app. They're going to have their big boys on that. It's it's Todd Howard's pet project. It's going to look beautiful. He's not going to let it go. <laughs> He's not going to let it go to the wayside. Okay, so they announced that because Wolfenstein 3 is ready. Okay, and I think by the end of this year, we're going to see Wolfenstein 3. We are going to see Starfield. And I'm locked in. I, I'm at 99.999% sure. Starfield's done. They are polishing as we speak. It's going to be ready to go. That's going to be the first big one that pops where they come out and announce it. And it's a mic drop moment. They show it off like Todd likes to do. And then it says, oh, by the way, you know, holiday 2021, fall 2021, 
exclusive to Xbox. Here we are. So you got Wolfenstein 3, you've got Starfield, then you hit them with Halo. Okay. Halo's right there during Christmas season. And then you got Forza, and I think it's Horizon 5. And I think you got that lineup of four heavy hitters, right? Now, one of those, you know, if you think about it, one of those they could push until spring. Now, maybe Forza moves to spring. I don't think so. Maybe Wolfenstein moves to spring just to even depending on what they've got ready coming down the road because they're going to want it. This is going to start the trajectory that Microsoft is now on with all these studios, and they are going to start looking for that quarterly release of one game per quarter. But they're going to hit them hard this holiday to try to move as many consoles to get as many people subscribed in the Game Pass as possible because this is the important one. Phil has said it. Holiday 2021 is important to us. And he knows it. And he wants to grab as many people as he can. So I think he lines up his heavy hitters. I think he goes for home run after home run through the holiday. And then and then it starts from there. Because then all these studios are lined up for 2022, 2023, right? And we already know that. And again, that's not even counting any new third-party exclusives he signs. Doesn't count any new Game Pass deals that he brings into play, which we know he's constantly working on that whole team is pounding obviously we just saw all these new sports games drop into game pass this week they're constantly working on this stuff so yeah i think we're going to look back holiday 2021 or i was going to say early 2021 we're going to be like ooh, that was rough it wasn't looking good but i think by the end of the year man christmas time we're all going to have so many games to play <laughs> we're not going to know what to do right it happened I, last just, christmas time without even yep. all of this stuff right without like any heavy hitters right yeah. without anything and game pass keeps growing without right. any major releases in it and like you said when this stuff keeps dropping it's going to be insane so um 3 bit like what pong was saying is like basically there's so much stuff coming around that I think he needs saying we're going to have some some surprises at at the end of 2021. I think personally, mm-hmm. Bill Spencer has a whammy in his pocket. He's got something he's holding there that he's just like, I haven't even had to, to deal this card yet. I haven't had to say anything. I think he's going to pull that ace out of his sleeve sometime this summer and then just show the world. And we're going to be like... Oh my God, you know, it's crazy and it's just going to keep getting better. And I think it's, I think it's going to happen. I, I don't know, but it, it, to mention this too, guys, also any new acquisitions they make, though, those companies would potentially have releases on the docket ready to be coming out. And guess what? If that happens, those games will probably also on game pass. Even if they're not exclusive because of already contracted deals like Deathloop or Ghostwire Tokyo, when those hit Xbox, they're coming to Game Pass, right? If these are multi-platform studios, if they buy another publisher out there, make another deal, hey, those games, when they release, are coming to Game Pass. And that's like, for me, almost the same thing as having an exclusive game on the Xbox franchise because we win with that situation, right? Um, three, but do you think there are surprises? Do you think they got something up their sleeve? And what do you think about the existing lineup that I already mentioned? I think Pong made a lot of good points, um, in terms of like where Xbox might be headed for one being like the, the year for sure, yeah. uh, with a lot of these titles and, and, but what I'm also thinking about is is a, something Phil said a long time ago. Um, 
where he was in an interview and he was basically talking about and every time he talks about Sunset Overdrive, there's this dreary and sadness yeah. <laughs> to him because he knows that was um, really very much a missed opportunity for Xbox. Uh, not not only not acquiring that studio, but not supporting it the way it probably should have been. Um, but also, I think he's thinking about the lessons of the Xbox One launch. And the Xbox One launch, if you think about it, had a pretty solid launch lineup. It had Rise when it first came out. It had Sunset Overdrive and all these other titles. And eventually Halo Master Chief Collection. Um, but the the problem is they just couldn't keep doing it. So I think what... Well, I would look at that and, and try and spread out these titles... I just don't know how they're planning to do that. Because I know he wants to spread out titles, <laughs> for sure, um, and not have, like, all these AAA games all releasing on, like, one month, yeah. right? They wouldn't want to have, um, you know, Battlefield and, they, and they Titanfall a... release on the same day, you mean? Or the same week, <laughs> like like EA did. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I, It's a good problem to have right now with Microsoft. It's a good problem that they have a lot of titles underneath, uh, like basically in development right now to have, uh, basically figuring out where to space out, um, their titles that are coming out in 2021. Um, I'm excited for a couple. I'm excited for scorn this year. I'm excited for halo infinite. And you also have to think about with the games launching this year, right? You have halo infinite was supposed to be a service game. So, you already know they're going to be updating it, you know, having crazy updates for that next year as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm really interested in, in what the pipeline is for Microsoft. Um, but I, I think holiday 2021, as Pong was saying. Need the roadmap. They got to show us the roadmap. <laughs> Important. And that's something me and Pong talked about in boom show of uh, basically announce any of these titles they really need to clarify to people just to shut up shut them up and especially the media these games Zenimax are exclusive or maybe these Zenimax games aren't exclusive right just make it clear to people so that way when you're at e3 you're showing halo you're showing maybe a wolfenstein 3 maybe i don't know like a you're showing at e3 all these games that they're that is in their pipeline right now you want to make it clear to people like hey there is no question whether these games are you know exclusive or not enjoy these games on xbox right so enjoy what they're seeing rather than like okay that was cool um right (laughs) so i think uh there is an event sometime this month i believe uh, so I think they should definitely clarify that. I already see Twitter posts where people are saying that the Zenimax deal is pretty much done, at least in the U.S. I think EU is still being waited on unless they finish that. Um, so we we will definitely see uh, what's in their pipeline. We want to know the roadmap, as Paul was saying. And I, I think um, Xbox has a pretty bright future for sure. Now, there's a couple of games this year I'm looking forward to. Like you mentioned a lot, like um, Exo Mecha. It's like a small indie game. Looking forward to it. Scorn, I love horror games. Yeah, looking the gunk. forward to that. It looks it's disgusting. Well, 
think looks awesome. So there's titles this year I'm looking forward to, and Halo Infinite, you know, I'm sure that'll hold me over. So even in, in 2021, I'm sure I'll be playing Halo Infinite and, and, and some other games coming up. So good, good, good times. Good times yeah. coming. And I, I was thinking when I made this list, I thought Stalker 2 was on there, but it's actually, I guess it's coming 2022 or after. But uh, Stalker 22 is another g- a game that's coming exclusively on Xbox first. I don't know if it's timed or what, but uh, that one has a lot of people excited um, because that, that's that was kind of like a franchise a lot of people just didn't really think about or forgot about or whatever. And you see this new trailer and it's like it has a really cool looking vibe. You know, I think uh, I think we're going to get some cool stuff there. There's as dusk falls coming as what uh, also that was announced at the game showcase. We don't know when that's coming out, um, I, but I think there's going to be a couple, like I said, surprises. So Forza Horizon five is my number one bet. I think it's going to happen. Um, we don't know. Also, Psycho just said uh today is the deadline sorry <laughs> he right. said today is the deadline for eu to approve it so so i saw I this interesting thing regarding that psychonauts on twitter um i saw that it was approved yeah so i saw this interesting thing a little while ago on twitter somebody had said that the um listing changed from one of the like um investors websites or something where it said instead of it was being a uh it said like what did the language say? It said something like it was like uh, a done deal, like they've made a profit on it. Now it's closed in their book. I saw that too. So that would mean that if to them, that was um, that it, the only way that could happen is if the deal was done. They don't necessarily. I don't think as soon as like a business deal is closed and the and and the dotted lines are signed and everything is finalized, Xbox makes this huge announcement. You know what I mean? It could have happened last week. I, I don't. I don't know. I, but I think that's what this event that they're talking about. Like maybe the twenty third is what the date is going to say. I think there could be some acknowledgement of it at that point. Because um, to them, they've already announced Bethesda is joining Xbox Game Studios, right? Like that was already announced. So they already had the big reveal of that with that big announcement. And none of the other acquisitions. Once they've been finalized, have they had a celebratory like big statement saying, "Hey, it's it's official," you know? Like, even though this is a larger thing, I think I think it potentially is done right now, and they could just be planning on ha- working with them, planning how they're going to make these next announcements and coming up with some ideas for for things. Um, working with Todd and and with Howard and Pete Hines and and those guys trying to figure out the roadmap and what's going on before they actually. Because they can do that now, together, uh, before they actually have these announcements, right? So that that would be a, a potential. Um, do you have any insight into that, clowns at all? Like, too. I'm sorry, my dog just uh, did something crazy. What was the <laughs> last no, half of that question? With uh, with the Xbox and Bethesda, like there was some listing some stuff on Twitter today that kind of alluded to the fact that it's may have already been completed, you know, um, but they haven't made an announcement yet. I just say, no, want to know if you heard anything or what your thoughts are on that. The only thing that you mean, like a game completer, are you talking about the merger, the completer? merger, the merger. 
Um, you know, I did hear that was completed as well, and allegedly they're supposed to release some type of announcement on what Bethesda IPs could possibly be exclusive, and that's something I'm kind of waiting for anxiously because he made a poor bet with uh, Kid Smooth and Rand Althor <laughs> uh, about yeah. Starfield being exclusive. <laughs> Uh, they they say it's going to be exclusive. Mm. I said it's not going to be exclusive. And uh, Jez and like Paris, Lily, and everybody else jumped in, wanted to take this bet. So I think I might be wrong, and I'm kind of worried. So hopefully soon we'll find out what is exclusive. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. So I alluded to that and made a little bit of commentary video. I mentioned that as well. And that I think uh, you got a lot. Your, that tweet made got a lot of attention. Uh, but it was a nice debate in that tweet. It wasn't like in, there was no toxic bet. stuff going in there. Uh, Clouds bet twenty bucks to people that Starfield was going to be exclusive, uh, not not be exclusive to Xbox. And I think I think a lot of people have got the better end of that deal. Oh, yeah. So yeah. yeah. All right. So <laughs> luckily, luckily, only Rand accepted and uh, Smooth because those were the first two people. It's the other people I don't have to honor because I didn't say uh, I didn't agree to you know their turn. So right, right, Just right. Rand and Kid Smooth, you know. Hey, and anybody that's out there, you know, clowns is willing to also match that bet, you know, for anybody what? that's willing to take it. I'm just. I was just going to say, clowns, if you want to throw away money, you can throw it away towards me, man. Yeah. That that's totally cool. <laughs> I mean, you know, you don't you have know to go what? through it on Twitter. You can just throw it to me. It's fine. You know, you know what bets we should be taking is how you guys are going to win that Halo tournament. Oh, uh, we got to get past round <laughs> one, man. I don't know. You no, know, tomorrow. I'm nervous, honestly. <laughs> Yeah. So just so everybody you know, tomorrow, knows, I don't think I can make it. Oh, you know? no, three bit. Come on, man. <laughs> no. three bit, you're the, you're the ringer. You and Matt were the ringers. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I thought about it, and uh, I don't yeah. feel like you're gonna it, go man. join uh, uh, Boom's no, team. Kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> God, this no, is all no. for good cause. <laughs> yeah. Pressure's kind of off. Thank yeah, the pressure is yeah. off for sure. <laughs> yeah, because it's just for fun, like completely, and it's for a yeah. good cause, and no matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody that doesn't know, there's a, a Halo tournament tomorrow, uh, Saturday, the sixth uh, of March. We are going to be going against um, other podcasts in the community. Uh, there's a sixteen uh, team tournament. And it's going to be over multiple weeks, I believe. And uh, the thing is, everybody is saying that we're supposed to win this thing. They've been, there's so much like there's a mountain of pressure on on, on us, and I bet especially on three bit. We're gonna see how he cracks under pressure because <laughs> uh, you know he, he is the guy in the community. I think, but there's a lot of other good uh, Halo players oh. out there. Shout out to uh, Steel Rain, who who we love playing with. Uh, he's um, gonna be playing with Nuke Nukem, who's also good. And he's got um yeah, who, and who I, saw, I saw Mag, he's been practicing. Ma- Mag's Mag been is practicing. on there. I've who, seen him on Xbox Live. He's been on MCC practicing. Yeah, I think he's got it was it Titan Drago's <laughs> on his team as well. I'm not sure. Yeah. So yeah, they got I mean there's there's other uh, good teams out there. So I think because people see us yeah. play Halo a lot, they just assume there's gonna the pressure, we feel it, guys. We feel the pressure. And, you know, uh now the for us, we gotta get past that first round because I do not know anything about our opponent except they're an esports team. So 
Hey, we're going to see how that goes, right? We're just podcasters. These guys are easy. The only one of us that has any professional gaming experience, I believe, is 3-Bit here. So, you know, he's going to have to carry us, and we'll see We'll see what I, happens. Crazy think- Greek uh, is totally right. Those are the people I'm, I'm looking out for. He said, watch out for Zemi, Zemi. and Steel Rain. Yeah, Zemi's really Those good, too. Those are the too. people. Yeah. Yeah, Steel... Those people are really good. Steel um, gets me every know. time, man. You know, so... I think he's like... You know that one person you play against? Like, I like I actually fare better against you 3-bit than I do Steel Rain, it seems like. Like, when I, I'm playing against... We're all playing, like, free-for-all or whatever. When it comes to Steel Rain, I, I run into him, and it, he always gets me. Like, every single time. So, uh don't know exactly it's how. That, it's just that like, person. You know, everybody has that one person they run into that get that gets them. Rubik's my person. He he always gets yeah. me. <laughs> so I think they're in the other bracket though, uh, so we don't have to meet them until the championship, right? Yeah. Oh nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the bracket each time. Yeah, I think they're on the opposite side. So assuming we get there. We're gonna try. And, yeah. And Mev, I taught you my secret skill. We'll, we'll try. The clown's hiding maneuver. You oh, gotta yeah. hide behind <laughs> trees and mountains, and you'll live longer if oh, you get worried. About we call children. that the Avish. We call it the Avish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to awesome guy in the community that plays with us on the, on Friday nights. Uh, on speaking of Friday night, Ultimate After Hours coming up after the podcast tonight. Friday night uh, on Ultimate After Hours, we're going to be playing some Halo Master Chief Collection. If you want to join in the fun, join in. We're going to be playing with Three Bit. Uh, maybe I don't know. I'm just assuming that uh, we're playing w- with a lot of fun people. We're going to be practicing our yeah. Halo. Come and hang out. It's a fun time. We don't take it seriously. It's all for the banter, for the fun. And if you can make it, that's great. If you can't, hey, that's great too. Um, we'll be stream. I'll be streaming it, and maybe Three Bit will stream too. Maybe a little bit of his gameplay tonight. We'll see. Um, but yeah, uh, Friday see. nights. At, and <laughs> I'm waiting, Avish, okay, I'm waiting on my HDMI. Oh, you still don't have your HDMI? Yeah. No, he got leggings instead. Yeah, that's right. So Three Bit, the little story. Three uh, Bit ordered a new HDMI cable because uh, he tried to hook up uh, a 50 foot HDMI cable, and it wasn't doing the best uh, at processing the signal. So he ordered a new one, and awesome. guess what he saw when he opened the package? Some leopard le- leggings. He, <laughs> they sent him some leggings instead of a yeah. HDMI cable, and uh, he tried to take one leg and plug it into the TV, and he tried to take the other leg and plug it into the Xbox, and nothing was happening. It didn't work. Yeah, he was confused. But you know what? Um, this guy is a dev, so, by the way, it, guys. Like, so, yeah. Just- yeah, <laughs> he's like, "This is a new HDMI. I've never seen this before. How do I put it on?" So anyway, you'd be surprised how many devs there would be. Like engineers I work with, and and um, you ask them like a simple question, like, "How do you open like a, a file, or how do you like save?" And they'd be like, "Um, <laughs> it's funny, greatness." All right. Hey, so we're going to move on to the next stuff. topic and Kate Kate has Kate has all of that information. What, what what's it going to be? So, instead of the kill it segment that we usually do, we're going to switch it up. So this is a you, surprise we throw on the pod, uh, on on you guys yeah. by the way. So this is going oh, to be okay. a make it. You can only make one of these games. And whatever you whatever you don't choose will not happen. It will never be made. 
It's the same thing. Well, so you're going to make one. You, we're going to give you four games, okay? And you can pick okay. one of them. Okay. The other three that are on this okay. list will not happen. Okay. So you're essentially killing well, three things, kill. but you're getting yeah, this one. This is a kill three instead of kill one. No, it's okay. a make right. one. It's a it's a make one dream come true. <laughs> this <laughs> this is what kill three. Like an idiot. Pong's trying to twist it around here. It, I think you. Oh no! no I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm trying to say this is a new thing. It's. Yeah, yeah. So it's right, make it. make it's one instead of like you playing it. It's the experience. But right? this is a this instead is a new game. Playing the game this instead is a game of you're making that's it. Never been out. This is a, either a reboot, is, is remake, a, or a new oh, game okay. in a franchise. Okay. This is assuming that okay. me personally is making it. So like I'm like a, the I'm like a high level dev and I know what I'm doing. Or is this like my skills now? No, no, like no. You are you are not making it. They oh, okay. they are making like the, oh, okay. Okay, oh, so there's okay, gonna be okay. there's four like <laughs> dream scenario games here on this okay. list, right. and one of them is All gonna right. actually yeah, happen, yeah, yeah. and the other three you are essentially killing the dev- development of okay. it. These are okay. like these aren't far fetched things though, right? These are things that no. have been mentioned the, before. They, they, uh, people want these things to happen. Okay. Uh, pe- overdue for some. Right? Dream scenarios. Okay. Alright. So we have Forza Horizon Japan. We have Halo Wars 3. A Splinter Cell reboot. And Skies of Arcadia. Reboot, yeah. Skies of Arcadia reboot or 2. Either, I, you know, I don't know what people want more, so I just put Skies of Arcadia on. So, hey guys. This is all Mav, guys. This is not me. Yeah. So Halo Wars 3, uh, Skies of Arcadia, uh, Reboot or Remaster. Uh, you you got Splinter Cell, Reboot, or let's say a sequel, whatever. And then you have, what was the fourth one, babe? Skies of Arcadia. I already said that one. There's What was the oh, first one? Forza Horizon Japan. Oh, Forza Horizon Japan. Okay, uh, we'll start with 3-bit, man. Uh, you can only pick one of these games to be made. What What is it going to be? Remember, your your decision has consequences. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love putting you guys on the spot. <laughs> oh man. Okay, just Halo fan. Okay, I think everybody knows this, right? That you're a Halo fan? Yeah, Halo. I think so. Um. Want to see Splinter Cell? Okay, it's been way too long. I think, uh, like at least with Halo Wars, right? Let me just explain my decision for a sec. <laughs> okay. With Halo Wars, you can, you know, it's sort of it was made sort of recently. We have uh Halo Wars one and two, you know. It's, of Halo Wars and, and, and great graphics, play on PC, whatever. Splinter Cell's been a long time. And I feel like with a reboot of all these all these different Ubisoft titles, they're like afraid of the stealth genre for whatever reason. I feel like as the creator of or the new reboot uh, director, I would do a pretty good job with the Splinter Cell IP. Um, now, I was thinking about Forza second and i would love to see forza in japan however 
what they should do is not make a whole <laughs> game dedicated to that Japan, but make a DLC. The new Forza. oh you can't okay, no, you can't you can't Forza. get around you can't get around <laughs> there, there won't be a, if you decide not to do Forza Japan. That's why I said Forza Horizon Japan. That's why I didn't say Forza Horizon Five because I knew that you were somebody was well, going to try and get around this and say that they'll have Japan <laughs> DLC. You you can't get around it. If you don't make that game, it's not Forza will never be in Japan. So it, it's never none of these games that I say exist. They just poof. They they're gone. Yeah, except for the one you pick. The one you pick will happen. It's a dream scenario. You know. All right. Well. I do pick I do pick Splinter Cell. I missed that game. I feel like I would do a good job as the director. And <laughs> that that is my decision. Okay. So three bit picks Splinter Cell. And that I'm happy with that. It means we're getting a new Splinter Cell game. Sorry, Halo Wars. Sorry, uh Skies of Arcadia fans. Um and uh whatever the other one was, I can't remember right off the top of my head. <laughs> All right, Pong. Man, uh, okay. what 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 is it? What what is it going to be? Which one do you pick, dude? I I know that you have uh, Hertog Vin out there uh, is oh, is about to get his heart I'm gonna broken. Crush, I'm going to crush some people out here. <laughs> Don't do this with uh, any. This isn't an easy choice. Let's put it that way. This, this is not an easy choice because I love Halo Wars. Okay, uh, Forza, I love. Okay, I love Scars, Skies of Arcadia. I love Splinter Cell. Uh, I love all four of these. So this is this is very tough, uh, really. Uh, so let me uh, run down like three bit just did. Okay, so uh, <laughs> Forza. If they didn't make a Forza Japan, okay, no big deal. Oh wait, did we say that they're just gone? All the rest of them are gone too, or just that one will never be made? No, the one you're picking will be made. It's I know, you're, but you're, I'm just saying the, the entire series is wiped clean. No, no, no. Just, this is not killer. Okay, all right, right? Okay. okay. So we still have Perfect. all of our memories. We still get to okay. have it. Still, those games still exist. It just won't be that this okay. specific creation. All right. So I can live with playing Forza Four, Forza Three without having a Forza Horizon Japan. Okay. Period. I could do it. I could live without it. It'd be fantastic. I would love to see it, but at the end of the day, I could live without it, and I can continue on. Guys of Arcadia, classic JRPG, classic JRPG, one of my favorites. Okay, but there's a lot of JRPG selection out there, uh, especially these days, and there's a lot of other ones I can go back to. Then, so wasting this wish on Skies of Arcadia, I don't think I could do it in good conscience. Okay, it leaves me with Halo Wars, and it leaves me with Splinter Cell. This is where it gets ugly. Um, <laughs> absolutely love Halo Wars. I put hundreds of hours into both of them. Uh, probably simply the best RTS ever made for a console. They nailed the controls completely. Uh, Competition-wise, it was fair across the board. I didn't have problems once I got good enough going against guys who were playing on computers. It was an amazing job. And I'm not even the biggest Halo fan. But Halo Wars was absolutely incredible. And uh, so it's, you know, and then you got, there's only one Sam Fisher. There's only one Sam Fisher. And that genre is severely lacking uh, without him. 
and I, I, I miss Sam Fisher. Um, I would make Splinter Cell as well. Uh, Splinter Cell would be my choice to make, and I would let the other three go. So, Hertog, I know I crushed you, bud. Um, I, you know, again, I'm just a man. I, I know I'm your hero, but I'm just a man, and I put my pants on <laughs> the same way every day. So, you know, you know I'm sorry. Uh, I know I'm a disappointment to you right now, but uh, I love you, brother. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just sorry. I, I'm just sorry I couldn't live up to your expectations. Like so. Give this huge preface before killing things where you're just like, okay, listen. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty funny. <laughs> Y'all both had very intricate rundowns. What would you pick, clowns? Um, you know, what I would pick. So I'm just gonna make this real easy. Mav should be happy with me on this one. I think. I think he'd be happy with me on this one. Because I'm not a fan of Tokyo Drift, so that one's right out the window. I would throw that thing in the bushes and put it on fire and never see it again. <laughs> so you just don't want any drifting in horizon in Forza Horizon, so you yeah. say no no Japan. <laughs> and I suck at drifting in Forza anyway, so right. yeah, get rid of that one. Um I'm you know, I'm sorry, Pong. I know Skies of Arcadia is like big for so many people, but for me I never played it. So I don't have to uh hit that nostalgic feel. Rod. Uh <laughs> That one goes in the recycle bin immediately. Save up some oh man, he's he's being vicious. Savage. And <laughs> Splinter Cell. I mean, it is Tom Clancy, but sorry, oh, dude. We oh. know that Rainbow Six Siege is the best Clancy oh. series there is. So Splinter Cell oh, would be gone. He'd be hidden by the Oof. CIA, taken out. And <laughs> third echelon. We would. My heart. You know what? Halo Wars Three would be re, would be made an epic game for all time because Halo Wars <laughs> is one of the best strategy games that you can play, and we need more of those. We have too many Splinter Cells and stealth games. We have too many drifting games. And I don't know about Skies of Arcadia, but we have a lot of air games. So if that's like an air game, sorry, Pong. I lack knowledge in this and I sound ignorant. But not an air game, but you know, <laughs> Halo Wars. <laughs> we need another one. Well um, I heard a little I, bit. I don't know. So do you do you actually do you like Halo Wars a lot, clowns? Have you played the other I ones? love it, yeah. yeah. I oh. love Halo Wars too. Halo Wars one was a little bit difficult for me. Um, because two was just so easy to play, but I really got to get into Halo Wars one because I hear that it's actually the fan favorite. So can I ask that me, you, Pong, and Three Bit have a four-player skirmish on Halo Wars two? It might make my dreams come true. Absolutely. Let's. We need to do this because I freaking love Halo Wars also. Okay. I'm down. We got to set a date, though, because I got to reinstall yep. and play. Oh, again, but... Pong, you're yeah. killing me. I just thought yeah. I might have. Oh. Dude, it's so That's... good. It's so good. My memory space is primo. I don't have expansion. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's true. Um, hey, at least we have expansion cards over here on Xbox. Um, an option for it, right? Oh, 
not not just not trying to throw shade, right. right? But hey, it is it's even a problem for dude. If you if you watch my streams, you see like when I'm going to like into my storage, it's like my all three of I have th- three hard drives on my Xbox: the internal, the external, and the storage expansion card. And I, like they're all full, you know. Like if you play a lot of games, I don't know how you can do with just the 600 gigabytes, you know. Especially when Call of Duty takes up over half. Just saying. Just putting it out there. Uh, no controversy, ridiculous. just a fact statement. Um, so, for me, this is tough. This is rough. Mm-hmm. I, I was not being easy on myself, but I also thought it was important that one of these games get made. So, with all good things come sacrifices. Sacrificing three dreams for one is necessary in this situation. Now, I personally love Halo Wars like Klaus. You you thought you were on the right right track there, right? I Please love, don't don't kill me, man. Don't I love I love Halo Wars. I love everything Halo. But if it came down to it and it meant something else happened, I could live with the last being Halo Wars 2. I can get my RTS RTS fix somewhere else. Now Skies of Arcadia is a top 10 game for me of all time. Freaking love that game. Uh, I played through it, I think, twice or three, two or three times on the Dreamcast. And I don't play through games more than once very often. You know, just that game was special. A special game that, to this day, still, you know... I you think about occasionally just like man i would love another skies of arcadia game i can't believe there's that's all we got you know like because it was so freaking good you know um but i think that potentially you could have a new game that has a captures the same feelings and heart that skies of arcadia has right doesn't necessarily have to be skies arcadia i just want a spiritual skies of arcadia come out so i can live without that i think Okay, so Forza Horizon Japan. Dude, Forza Horizon is going to be incredible no matter where it's at. Uh, just to be honest. So I, I really want Japan to happen. Um, even if Forza Horizon Japan happens, I don't know if they're going to go in the direction I want them to with having like the big city and the nightlights and the, and the highways through, through Tokyo and stuff. Like That's what I want from it. Uh, because one of my favorite games also was Tokyo Extreme Racer back on the Dreamcast. Uh, highway racing through Tokyo in that Money. game, dude, was freaking incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a sequel on the PlayStation called Tokyo Extreme Racer Zero. Amazing game. I freaking loved those games. They never did anything with them past that, but hey, it was incredible when it existed. And that like when I when I think when I started hearing the rumors of Forza Horizon going to Japan, I was thinking like, okay, could they figure out a way to make something like that work with like highway racing in Japan through the night through the night city with all the tall buildings in this day and age would look freaking incredible. Need for speed underground, think of think of that, like with city and stuff in this day and age. Midnight Club dub edition, you know, in Tokyo, think about that in this day and age. It would be incredible. I want that. But I don't think that's what they're going to do. I think they're going to go with the countryside roads of Japan and everything like they've been doing with Forza Horizon. And Forza Horizon is incredible no matter where it's at. So I think you could pick any location and I'll be super happy 
So we'll X that out. I need Splinter Cell back. I just, it's ridiculous. I, you put Splinter Cell up against anything besides besides just Halo. Like, no, if you say Halo, like Halo Infinite's not coming out or next, what's after that? We're going to have a hard time there. But Splinter Cell put up against almost anything, I will pick it. And three of us here, again, we've, we've had Splinter Cell and similar conversations with the Kill It thing several times. Splinter Cell wins out almost every single time for us, guys. Uh, Ubisoft, yeah. there's a message here, right? People want this. We need, the, we need Splinter Cell back. Uh, there's an opportunity to just completely steal away the stealth genre and have it all to yourself. Do it. Come on, man. Like, where, where is that Splinter Cell game? We, we need it. It needs to happen. And I think if sacrificing those other three makes this happen, then I'm putting it out into the universe. Let's, let's make it happen. Splinter Cell. Reboot. Sequel. I don't care. Just a actual Splinter Cell game. But please have Spies versus Mercs. That's all. That's what I ask. Please have Spies versus Mercs. And not some new fangled thing. Not a Splinter Cell pops. <laughs> No. Not a Splinter Cell pop version. <laughs> no, please. It's real Splinter Cell game. Like with Splinter Spies vs. Mercs from like Chaos Theory or from like Double Agent. Like, just, yes, give us that. Please. I beg of you. Okay. Mo- moving on. Um, I would have picked Splinter Cell if you would have asked me. Oh, well, I asked you before if you wanted to pick one. You said no. Um, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Would you have picked Splinter Cell though, babe? For real? Yes. Yep. Or do you have a reason why? Um, because I like playing games like that. When you played the Spies versus Marks back in the day, um, I thought it was really fun. I don't like games like Halo Wars. Um, I think there's plenty of racing games, and I don't know what the fuck Skies of Arcadia is. So there you go. <laughs> She's truthful. So that, hey, those are all good reasons, babe. Hey, so that's four of us. Maybe ask me next time. <laughs> okay, I will. I'm sorry. Uh, four <laughs> of us have picked Splinter Cell, and one of us. Did, hey, hey, your heart's in the right place, clowns. You pick Halo Wars. Uh that's that's a great choice hard as to well. Argue with that, right? Yeah, it's hard. It's hard, it's hard to argue with that. 100. percent But Splinter Cell is the right choice. Rick Payne in the chat said, <laughs> "I think Splinter Cell is dead." Sorry. Oh, Rick, man. Dude, I hope not. I hope you're not right. I hope you're not right, man. Uh, <laughs> got dis- disappointed people in the chat. <laughs> what would you guys have picked? Is, I want to hear it from chat. Devastated. Yeah, chat. Say so. what you would pick. So, hey, yeah, chat. Also, anybody listening yeah, after good. the fact on audio, on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, or what, whatever you're listening on, hey, come and leave a comment. Uh, send an email, funspeculation at gmail.com. Uh, let us know which one you would pick. I need to get the community more involved with these with the with this discussion. We can end up putting a poll on Twitter, maybe, babe. Like, uh, you, you could do yeah. that. Um, but what what would you pick? What would your game be? Let us know. Uh, I want to hear it. All right. So what 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 do we got next, babe? Um, let me go to my thing. Next, oh, okay. Next we have Game Pass, the place for sports. Yes. So, hey, you know, just like Xbox always is doing, they really have a batch 
release of Game Pass games, and it's like seems like every time they do it, it's like freaking surprising and awesome all at the same time. Uh, so I was actually talking to Pong before we went live about one of these games that he's been diving into and uh, having some fun with. But hey, we got coming in, into Game Pass uh, is NBA 2K21. Uh, you got the whole EA thing is show, starting to show up now because we got Madden 21 and um, also it wasn't like NHL on there. NHL 21. NHL. Uh, then we also yep. got a football manager 2021. Uh, so that's like four major sports franchises dropping all at once in Game Pass. Um, combine that with last week we had Dirt 5, which you can consider that a sports game. It's a racing game, right? Like um, Xbox is really going after all genres here in a big way, um, trying to make people see the value in coming over and signing up for Game Pass. And if you haven't played uh 2k or uh football or whatever and you want to give it a shot if you're not which a lot of people out there only stick to one genre or or a couple genres and they play one major game this is a chance for the people to try these things now right uh what what do you think of xbox making moves with with sports games as a focal point on game pass clowns um, you know, I like to see sports games come through. I think that's exciting for many fans out there. But I mean, Mav, let's be honest here. Now that Madden's on there, there's no excuse to not do an Eagles versus Cowboys game where the Eagles win. I'm just saying, just put Dude, it if out you there. if you want to play me in Madden, I'm I, I'm just letting you know I will destroy you. Bad at, I'm bad at Madden, but the Eagles win. Have faith in my team. No, I think it's a really cool thing. Even though people are complaining about this uh, NBA 2K21, just because it's like, I guess not the it, people are saying it's not the next gen version or whatever. I just I think it's really cool that they're kind of giving all this to us for what 15 bucks a month. I mean, there's just so much in there, and to, and to finally get some heavy hitter sports games that people actually play it's that's really awesome man like there's a there's a lot of fans for these franchises out there so this is just another reason for people to be like man i don't gotta buy nba 2k21 right now i just pay 15 bucks a month or a dollar trial and get into uh game pass ultimate and play i mean who would have thought that these games would have been in there like this the 21 editions already I mean, wow. I'm amazed. I mean, isn't anybody else amazed? I'm excited for this. I think it's like the best thing that Xbox uh, has done lately for Game Pass. It's it's really a game changer to show that they're going out and still trying to get a lot of heavy titles in there, a lot of big titles. These aren't like little indie sports games like the RBI baseball that nobody likes. Uh this is this is some pretty heavy stuff. So yeah, I it's a great move, man. It's exciting. Yeah. Um, are you gonna download any of these? Oh yeah, I already I already downloaded Madden twenty one. Nice. Awesome. NBA two K twenty one. I'm gonna check it out. Uh I'm kind of terrible at basketball games. Uh but crypto plays that, so Maybe I finally have a chance to play him in basketball, even though I'll lose terribly. The only thing I know how to do is create fouls. 
<laughs> so you just go in there and hack people. <laughs> yeah, I just push people. Like you know, I just constantly push. Like, give me the ball, push. Yeah, that's what that's one way of playing. So you need to make a defensive character when you do your creative character, because that way you'll get more steals. Um, yeah. hey, so three bit. Uh, do you are you a sports game guy? Do you play any sports games? Are you? It, do you think this will drive like more people to Game Pass? be a, a big sports guys but sports games just been pissing me off <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I hear honestly. you yeah like in terms of like like how they've been handling like like the i i guess the ultimate team and the my team and one and version stuff. of yeah. like a madden yeah well yeah just like in general they'll take out a, a something like a really important feature um and then They'll sell it to you later. Like, look, it's it's new. It's brand new. They they've been doing that for so long. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for another, I guess, competitor <laughs> where they can um, innovate and 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 really. I'm speaking more towards Madden now with NBA 2K. It's a little bit different. Yes, they they kind of get you with the microtransactions, but it's a very. I I think it's a very good game. I, in terms of it being on Game Pass, that's pretty, that's pretty great. <laughs> uh, even though it's it's not the next gen version, um, it's pretty cool. It's a, it's a pretty new game. Like in Game Pass, if they keep doing this, I, I think it's just going to add to the overall value of the service for sure. Um, I refuse to buy any NBA 2K game for seventy dollars, so I will wait for that price to go down. I do want to experience it uh, now that you know they are moving their games towards next gen a little bit more you know 60 frames 4k so it's sharper and and and, uh we were talking to dealer about it that one time and he seems to really like it so i definitely do want to check it out um but a weird relationship with sports games them but at the same time i'm just like i'm tired of (laughs) the things i want being like taken and then later put in another game and then taken and they just continuously doing that rather than improve on what's already there and just you know so I, I like sports games for sure if you challenge me and like Madden I will I will probably destroy you Mav but oh. for now oh hey now <laughs> we need to get this going on a stream Dude, guy um, hey, oh. hey, hey just let you know like last <laughs> I mean I, I've never not bought in a Madden game. And I've played probably more Madden than any other game franchise ever. So I'm just letting that out there before before you actually uh follow through with this challenge. Would you like to reconsider? No, I, I I'm I'm ready. Okay. Now no, now now I'm, I'm scared. No, you probably destroyed me. I haven't played Madden since uh, like '05 or something. It's been a while. That <laughs> was '05. That was like the Donovan McNabb uh, cover back in '05. That, yeah, that was, was like original ago. Xbox. Um, yeah, that was a while. So you might destroy me. I'm just talking trash. Yeah. Hey, no, I, I, it would be fun. You know, I, 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 this year I didn't play much at all because Ultimate Team pisses me off. Like Ultimate Team. Uh, my team, all of those modes that just like are built to just rack in money, and that's the whole purpose of them being designed. 
and it's kind of like a pay to win situation in a way i that's kind of steered me away from sports games as honestly when if my getting into gaming like primarily i was a sports gamer but i played all the other genres as well right um i've never not bought an nba game except for this year this was the first year ever I didn't, and that was because 2K was 70 bucks on next gen. I just think it's ridiculous when they the game is built around now with the my team modes of having a hundred dollar bundle packs and stuff like that. For you know, it's just it's just crazy. But um, besides that, like having those games enter Game Pass is kind of them being free to play in a way. Which, if you're having a model like Ultimate Team, where it's so expensive, if you actually want to um, buy the packs and stuff and invest in that, uh, being free is the way to do that, right? To begin with, not seventy bucks. Although we're not getting the next gen version, we're getting the uh, we're getting the Xbox One version. So, um, hey Pong, what do you yes, what do you think about sports games and Game Pass and driving an audience over? And uh, are you excited to see this? Of course, uh, another fantastic addition to Game Pass. You got to have them, uh, no matter what we think about it. Um, I think as of March third, uh, Madden was still the fifth best selling title in all of video gaming uh, in 2021. Yeah, so season's already over with. Hey, Super Bowl's done now. It's still the fifth fifth best-selling title, okay? It doesn't matter what we think. It matters that there's a ton of casuals, a ton of regular average people that religiously buy that every single year, Uh, just like they buy the NFL package every single year, just like everything else. Uh, Same with NBA. I think NBA was number 10 uh, overall. So you're talking about two of the top 10 selling video games in 2021. So we're not even talking about when they released. We're talking about just since the new year, they're still going strong. Right. And um, I think it's important. You got to have that diversity in game pass. Phil has talked about this many times. You got to have a little bit of everything for everybody. And sports games are huge. (laughs) No matter what, there are people that literally only buy call of duty and Madden or Call of Duty, Madden, and NBA every year, and that's all they play. That's, a, that's it, all they want. That's play. a lot of people that only do that. Yes, yes a lot correct. of people. Right, exactly. So, I mean, anytime you can bring this, it adds. You know, again, is it the most exciting Game Pass? You know, like launch. You know, the, the you know, advertisement ever for a lot of us. No, it's not the most, but you know, it's cool for me. Again, I already own NBA 2K one. I was lucky enough to actually win it. I haven't bought a basketball game. I haven't bought any of the two K's and I think it's been five years now. something like that, six years and Madden. I've been completely done with, but now that I had EA play, you know, I've gone back and I've been playing the older editions, have them bring this out only six months after launch. It's pretty big deal, right? For Madden. That means that EA has seen people spending money on this game uh, on their other games when they put them in the game pass. This means that they have reeled in more fish by having their games on game pass uh, to go ahead and buy all the mutt and, you know, all that kind of stuff that, you know, we, we say is ridiculous. They should not charge full price for a game where they've got, you know, millions of people spending money in the game. But at the same time, I can guarantee you they saw results from the moment that they put uh, EA Play into Game Pass uh, Ultimate 
they saw those. And now all of a sudden we see Madden 2021 come early, right? Because they normally don't do this. It's normally, uh, it goes into EA play, I think normally around April, May uh, during the draft time. So for it to come this early is a huge deal. And I'm excited. Um, again, more players, better opportunity. These companies are seeing money making uh, hand over fist by doing this. Uh, I think 2K does need to fix it and they need to put the next gen version of 2K21 in there. Uh, I think that was an oversight and I'm sure it's not an oversight. <laughs> they just want to <laughs> they want to entice people by playing the older version and why not just buy the new version because they want the next gen graphics. Uh, let me tell you something. 2K21 next gen version. It is worth it if you are any type of fan. The graphics in that are absolutely incredible. I've posted screenshots. I've got another batch of screenshots that I'm going to post out on Twitter. Um, In-game, the player models. My wife came down, and she looked at it, and she said, if I didn't know better, I would have just said you're watching a game right now. So it's that good. Uh, They did upgrade a lot of the mechanics um, it runs beautifully. There are some people that have problems uh, shutting down their consoles and stuff on Series consoles, on Series X, I should say. Series S doesn't seem to have the problem. Uh, but 3-Bit uh, brought up Dealer. Dealer absolutely loves this game. Uh, I've played with him a bunch of times, but his console does shut down on him <laughs> while playing. And it's a known issue that a lot of people have. I personally have not experienced it, and I've played a ton of it. Um, so it seems random. It seems one of those random bugs. Um, but overall, to get back to it, have sports games come in to game pass huge deal exciting and to have football manager uh we in america look at football manager and are like what i downloaded yeah, it just it's to big check in it europe out, right yeah it's huge in europe that, 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 that's a huge get like football manager had gone away and it was like a, i think football manager Last time it was on Xbox was 360 days, I want to say. I think maybe it made the first Xbox One, like the initial year. I can't remember, but it was a huge blow. Like there was a bunch of hardcore, you know, Microsoft fans in Europe that were like, why did you guys remove this? And Microsoft sent out the dev kits to uh, the, the developers this time and said, hey, We'd love to have Football Manager back. And there was an interview with the developers because a bunch of the PlayStation people over in Europe were like, why is it not coming to PlayStation 5? And the developer said, because Sony didn't send us the kits. They just didn't ask us. So it's a big win for Microsoft over there as well to have this on Game yeah. Pass. Um, so, yeah, no, excited. It's it's great. Yeah. I kind of anticipated the uh, the EA games. I anticipated uh, Madden. I anticipated NHL, right? And FIFA will be in there, you know, because um, they were coming out to EA Play eventually anyway, and EA Play is part of uh, Game Pass now. So that was a foregone conclusion uh, for me. But what I didn't expect was 2K21 to hit right now, and I didn't expect Football Manager. You know why. And all, all together. Yeah. Oh, you know why 2K did it, right? They they know, again, these companies know, they've seen the success EA's had since going to EA Play and bringing it in. Mm-hmm. And again, with my team being in 2K21, 2K saw the money. I mean, they knew they knew putting it in the Game Pass would drive people not only to buy the next-gen version, which they're still trying to sell for full price. It's on yeah. sale right now, uh, but it's still up there. I mean, it's like 70 bucks or whatever uh, for the Mamba edition. Um, you know, but again, they saw the money that EA is making. They know. And, and that's exciting. I, I, again, overall, because you know Ubisoft is watching it right now. You know with all the in-game purchases that Ubisoft has, 
you know they're watching all the success. And the more this happens, the closer you know you play comes coming in. Uh, we're we're closer by the day as this money rolls into these other companies. So, yeah. All right, babe. We got one more topic before the Game Pass game of the week. Oh wait, sorry, three bit. Go ahead. Has been making a lot of good points about yeah. basically about what we're saying. So, uh, shout out to people in chat. Yeah, yeah. There's a and also just in general in chat. Just thank you guys for being here and hanging out with us. Um, again, you know, uh, support is amazing to have you guys listening to what we have to say and contributing with your comments and chat and just it's just awesome. I love love to see it. There's so many freaking cool people there. Um, you're all amazing. All right, uh, babe, what's what's the what do we got next? Next, we have Xbox Dev Tools. So, so three but sent me a message, okay, and he and and this guy was like, "Hey, I got something to say. Can we make this a topic?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I don't know what to say about it, dude, because I'm not a tech guy." But hey, have at it, man. So. And now, not only did it, we make this a topic, which I think he saw, it saw it was on the thumbnail. He saw that it was going to be a topic, so he went and he got ready. He shaved, you know. He <laughs> dressed up, you know. He did his hair, and he he's ready to be taken seriously with what he's about to say, uh, looking all fly. And he wants Damn. to say some important things. Even before the show went live, he was like, "Dude, I got some stuff to say." So, hey, man. Uh, that what you have to say yeah. has some merit here with this topic because you are actually in the mm-hmm. industry and work on stuff, right? So <laughs> I want to know what it is you got to say about <laughs> Xbox Dev Tools. Do we, do we have a PowerPoint presentation, by the way, Three Pit? Do we get a PowerPoint? If you guys turn to uh, this, screen, <laughs> <right> now, <laughs> um. I have a lot to say on it just because I see so much different opinions on it online. So I guess my biggest gripe with the whole dev tools situation is sort of the fake concern that turns into this sort of quietness once like facts are confirmed. And the fact the fact of the matter is, and I've said this on multiple occasions and like in my videos and in different podcasts, for one it off from the beginning, right? So for one, the SSDs in the PS5 is very impressive. However, most of its potential cannot be fully utilized for third-party games because development studios are not building just for PS5 hardware. They are building for uh, Switch, PC, Xbox, mobile. So if you want to use the PS5 SSD to its potential, you're building the game from scratch with the PS5's hardware in mind, right? So that leaves out about 80 to 90% of PS5's games library that will be able to fully utilize the SSD technology to its potential unless it's a first-party game like Ratchet & Clank, which you can clearly see what it's doing there, right? You can clearly see that that game is, is, is using the SSD with PS5 technology in mind. Now, that's where you could really see the technology breakthrough and have extremely fast loading times um, not to say there won't be advantages with the ssd but in a lot of cases in terms of load times it'll be comparable to the series x because of that and because of the series x's power advantages ability with no overclocking and all that different stuff you might even see the series x beat the ps5 
despite the PS5 having the faster clock speeds. Now, my first nerd rant, right, that leads into something else. So adding to that, fans online for some reason still equate the SSD technology with graphics. SSD is just memory storage and streaming. So a powerful SSD equates to faster loading times and makes it easier for optimization. You know, when you first load in the game and you see things pop up on the screen, it does help with that a little bit. Now, somehow the whole SSD talk made gamers think that the PS5 is more powerful than the Series X because of its SSD. And here's where people are getting confused and clinging to misinformation. For one, the Series X is 15 to maybe 20% more powerful than the PS5. So let's use that for a second. As features in the RDNA 2, so any hindrance in performance in the future will be mitigated, especially with VRR. If your frame rate drops from 60 frames to like 57 or, or 56, you most likely won't see it as much due to those RDNA 2 features that is in the Series X. And those features are not currently available on the PS5. They said they will put it in an update sometime in the future. Um, so we have the fact that the Series X is more powerful. We have the fact that RDNA 2 will help mitigate performance issues. Now, to, for the topic of this whole shenanigans, <laughs> we see the PS5 having more stable frame rates than the Series X in a lot of videos from Digital Foundry. That a lot of people are ignoring the VRR features where we can't even see the frame rate drops. But I would even say, go so far to say Digital Foundry seems to sometimes downplay or just straight up ignore the fact five is in some of these games are running at way lower resolutions comparatively in games like outriders right where that game is running forgot the resolution but way lower <laughs> than the series x which is native right so now we have gamers where the ps5 is running better the ps5 is in a powerful machine but in games where it's running better right now it is up to the developers to take advantage of the hardware given on the Series X. It's not because the PS5 is more powerful. It's, it's not because this, the Series X is weaker. I know they will not take advantage of the hardware and the software in the Series X for some time. It is not because the PS5 is more powerful. It is because the PS5 kits not only were given extremely early to developers, were given to PlayStation developers are pretty much the same as the PlayStation 4. So the learning curve for developing games on the PS5 is very slim. And the Series X has brand new software in those kits that is using DX12 technology. So when you hear a developer like Remedy, 4K30 in control is all they could do. It, and it's not powerful enough. This is all we can do. That is not true <laughs> at all. And I, it really came off to me, some people I work with, as a really lazy port. Even though it's a great game, fantastic, that, that's not true at all. Especially when you really look at what's in both of these consoles. So 
when you, especially when you have a comparable studio that really cares about technology, like uh, Stalker 2 developers, GSC World, right? Where they're building Stalker 2, an open world game that is 4K60, world, and it has ray tracing on top of all that. <laughs> you see my, my I'm a little bored. In conclusion, developers need to really dive into of optimization that is now available to them. And I think we'll see that progress more on Series X's side because these tools are going to continue to be updated. And in either way, both of these consoles are very powerful. And I don't, I don't want to see any more 30 FPS games, regardless. <laughs> but the, the reason why I wanted to, to say all that is just because people are, are going to start seeing a shift in PS5 games and Series X games. These tools, these dev, the dev kits, not only were they given to players way early, it's very similar to PS4. So they could just, whatever uh, pipeline they have, and just, you know, <laughs> make it better. But the Series X kits are brand new. They, it has a pretty huge learning curve to them. And they're going to continue to be updating these kits. These it's brand new technology, DX12 with that <laughs> without going fully fully into like the what's actually in those kits because i don't even know how much i'm allowed to say of what's actually in the kits but for what i could say that's pretty much publicly available is the playstation kits ps5 kits are pretty much ps4 kits and the series x kits are just brand new people developers really need to learn <laughs> those kits for sure Probably see PS5 win some matches, and you see Series X win some matches until the developers really fully utilize it. So that is the end of my. my <laughs> no, I, it was great to hear. I got a question <laughs> for you, though. I, I have a few questions as well for Professor Three Bit while we've got him. Here. Is this so. a, is this Professor Three Bit? Can we can we name this version of Three Bit Professor Three Bit? I think once a month, maybe we professor should have three bit. once a month, maybe we'll have a <laughs> professor three bit segment on Xbox ultimate and just like let him it. talk about whatever he wants. Okay. Like Cause I think he, he has this release <laughs> that he needs. He needs this, like this, this nerdy release of geeky tech stuff that we got to let him, <laughs> let him get out of his system. Um, so I got a question yes. here. Three bit. How, yeah. How long d does it take for a dev to get used to the new technologies in a dev kit to be able to take full advantage of it? It really, it really depends because a lot of different studios are using different engines. So maybe in the kits are harder to implement. And then for other studios, it might be really easy to implement. A studio is using a custom engine, like a lot of Sony uh, custom-based engines, right? They're not using Unreal. So for them, it might either be easier because of that. They could just like, oh, we're, we know how to custom do everything. So it kind of varies from studio to studio, I would say. Um, I would say they definitely put a lot more time into party studios. Like if you look at the Coalition in that dev kit, looking at everything they can to push 
their games to the max. And then you have other studios, um, like uh, the people who make control, where they're like, oh, that's the best we can do. You know, so it really depends on that studio wants to to push the technology that's given. And that's why I always say like, it's it's not the hardware series x is clearly more powerful than ps5 but it's really up to the developers to utilize what they have otherwise we're just going to get sort of lazy ports uh for a while i think awesome pong you have some questions yeah i got a couple questions so uh, three bit is it true or false outside of first party studios okay so third party developers uh, most of them begin development on the PC, right? Not the console. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. W- okay. So when we see like Capcom just came out and said that resident evil is going to use the AMD DX 12, like ray tracing, right? They just came out and confirmed that they're going to support that. So when you're talking about this stuff, when it comes to development, right? since RDNA two just got out into the wild, right? Pretty much. I mean, AMD just got their new cards and everything out, out there. So now that these developers are going to start using this because they start on PC, now that they have, now that they have it and they're going to start implementing it. Right. So when we see that happen, that's going to directly translate into what we see on the series X, correct. And the series S because they're using that technology. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's where we'll start like, to see um, the difference because the tools, the tools are going to mature, right? And they're going to be updated now that the developers have the hands on with them and they actually are going to be implementing that new stuff into the games on the PC first. It'll be easy for them to translate that right to the series consoles. Especially because the the consoles that we're we're having right now is the closest it's ever been to like a high end PC. This is the closest we've ever been, um, and and the reason why I always say consoles are scalable and and it's very much uh, we had all those people basically complaining that be holding back other things, not really, <laughs> because the Series X is pretty much a PC. It's 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 very much a, a x86 architecture for for the most part, um, and, and it's scalable in its design, like its design philosophy alone. Like the Series X and, and the Series S is built with like multiple platforms <laughs> in mind. It is it, ready, like has X Cloud. You have your mobile devices, right? You have your PC, and its design philosophy it's made to go to multiple consoles you know it it actually makes things a lot easier for them <laughs> in the long run i would think but yeah right on hey clowns do you have anything to add to this man like what do you uh do you professor three bit went on his rant um and he made some very valid points uh do you got anything to add or do you want to ask him any questions you know what? My mind is blown from what he said on this tech stuff because, uh, I mean, I honestly, I don't know a lot about the dev kits and we'll go into them. So it kind of like I just listen, but I draw blanks because I don't fully understand it all, if that makes sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I hear the terms yeah. all the time. I get the basic concepts of it. But when you start to dive deep into things and the differences and stuff like uh, only thing I have to grasp on is is co- a little bit of common sense that I have. And basically, from what I gather. Is that, hey, the Series X is a little bit has more potential that's not utilized right now yet, um, whereas the other platform has uh more of a capped potential on multi-platform games whereas the ps5's advantage on first party games is going to be the ssd um but with velocity architecture also with xbox maybe that does it is third party able to take advantage of velocity architecture Uh, that's a question i have or is that just microsoft first party yeah, I mean, it, they definitely can. I, I would say right now, a lot of developers, the most popular system, um, and that's always been the case. So they're probably building, or certain studios built for PS5 first. Then yeah. they'll probably build for Series X. Like Call of Duty. And, um, sometimes PC jumps to the top, depending on the studio, right? But they're mm-hmm. they're... I would say like Ubisoft is very much consoles and then PC. <laughs> so I would say PS5 they developed for first, then Series X, then they start messing with okay, what does PS5 have and what does Series X have? How can we make it better? So I, I would say it kind of happens like that. So games with velocity architecture, I would say you probably see it more so with first party first, right? And over time, you'll see other development studios take advantage of everything. Right, but there's nothing Sony can do about the power gap. Right, I mean, can they overclock it more or anything like that? I I, I don't know. I mean, they're running into heat issues, right? Like, that... (laughs) It's bad. (laughs) It's bad. Like, the PS5 is very powerful, for sure. Like... Yeah. I, you're already seeing neck and neck comparisons. My mm-hmm. thing is like later is when you're going to start right. to see the differences because it's already overclocked. It's already you could kind of tell they were rushing like, oh, I didn't know Series X was going to have 12 teraflops of power. Let me put all these fans in it. <laughs> and so um, when when you actually look at the console, it's like huge. It's not compact. But what where they are, they have a pretty big, uh, I guess, advantage is the fact that yes, uh, it does feel put together. But at the same time, since the kit is very similar to the PS4, they all those all these studios they don't have to figure out a lot. <laughs> They're just like, yeah. oh, it's it's like this. It's like the PS4. So, so you know, I, I yeah, go ahead, clowns. Oh, I do have a question. When mm-hmm. you're done, Mev. Yeah, go ahead. Great. So I was actually talking to PK, right? And one thing he brought up to my attention, and uh, apparently it's true, is that Microsoft is going to go ahead and open source the DirectX architecture uh, so that Linux can use it, right? And we know that yeah. Sony's system is on a is, is based off Sony OS or PlayStation OS is based off like a, a Linux distribution. Uh, or you, uh, I'm sorry, or a Unix 
I can't remember which one, but it's one of those two. So with DirectX being open source, do you think that we'll see in the future, maybe not in this current console of PlayStation 5, but a possible mid-gen refresh where Sony tries to implement some of that um, DirectX architecture? Do you think that's going to be a possibility? That's a good question. <laughs> um, I think personally, I would because I, I I do think there's going to definitely be a mid-gen refresh for the PS5. I think in certain ways, if market towards the PlayStation right now is too very much towards the casual market, um, and it's very hard to put in memory. So I think what they probably want to do is make it certain things easier for people. Now, in terms of, like, DirectX 12, I don't know. I, I That's... Oh. <laughs> Whether or not they would, they would want to start implementing RDNA 2 features or if they're just going to... off of what that's already in there. That's a good question. Because if they do uh, decide to do a huge refresh for uh, a PS5 Pro... You kind of have to think about um, development of the games. What should they leave right? behind? Would that change how they have to make the games? Development itself would be different, right? Yes. So, <laughs> so a lot of so you a lot of the PS Five like, is a lot of the PS Five is custom, right? So they did a lot of custom stuff versus you know they have custom have custom ideas that are similar to what's DX twelve or RDNA two. They have custom things in there that they develop themselves, which all the developers are now used to working with because it's similar to PS4. And if they go to like DX12, that would kind of screw up all the development, right? You like a mid-gen PS5 would kind of just be like a new PS5 (laughs) or PS6 in a way. Right, you'd be changing everything. You kind of need to start over. Yeah. I think that's probably the only way. I, I can think I'm, of. I'm thinking um, with this. Uh, sorry to drive this topic on, but this is really interesting for me now. We had a really interesting topic for me because I'm thinking of 10,000 possibilities racing through my mind because I haven't coded in such a long time. But what I would think is that for some multi-platform games, for example, that take advantage of the DirectX uh, architecture on Xbox, uh, Xbox right now, it would be easy to port that to PlayStation. If they develop, because I mean, PC basically a lot of PCs run Windows, right? I mean, let's be honest here. I'm sure there are studios that do develop in Linux and Unix, but I think that for a majority of ones that want to port to the Xbox, uh, you know, architecture, they're developing it on PCs with Windows. It just would make a little bit more sense. So by doing that, if you're let's say Ubisoft and you're gonna have a multi-platform game it would be a lot easier to go PC, Xbox, and then port to PlayStation because if DirectX is compatible between all the three, depending if PlayStation does, in fact, enable this, right? I mean, I'm just saying. And then that that opens up a whole other problem, though, for PlayStation because now there will be people out there that will try to take the... Oh, man, they will try to take images of the PlayStation discs 
And it's the same thing, get the run on Windows architecture, like on PCs. Yeah, I mean, I would say the only difference would be on the development side. Like like I said before, games are definitely scalable. Architecture, like, that's the reason why uh, Series X can just jump on xCloud, can jump on PC, can do all this uh, different stuff. But if for, uh, for PlayStation, their software is, is what will be changing. And, and, like, for the developers itself. That would be the the main difference, um, I would say. I have no clue what the hell you guys but are talking about. I don't know if I answered your question. <laughs> and that that's fine. That's fine. No, it's awesome no. though. I like that's listening I to it. I do these nerd. You, you, I do these it's nerd fascinating. Rants. I do these nerd rants like once, once, once every six podcasts. I'll do a nerd rant. Okay. You look glued to your screen, Mav. I mean, it was amazing. You look enthralled. Yeah, I know. I I love listening to it. I just don't have anything to add. You know, I, I have questions like <laughs> from a layman's perspective, you know, like, oh, okay. What does this do? You know, you start throwing the letters X and, and like numbers out there and like, you know, so like, oh, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I'm sure it's going to velocity architecture the hell out of that thing. You know, I don't I don't know what to say. You know, games look really cool, man. That's yeah. basically well, what it means. It makes I, mean, I know this. Really cool. <laughs> I want my games at 60 frames per second. I got a hit song out there um, <laughs> preaching the gospel of 60 <laughs> frames per second. And I think that we need all games. I agree with you. Watch Dogs Legion should be 60 frames because I don't enjoy playing it as much as I do other new games that are coming out that are 60 frames. And I think... That needs to happen, and I, if if the dev stuff you're talking about is part of the reason why, then they need to figure it out and optimize it. Get up to speed with those dev kits, you know. Get to work, guys, and get that 60 frames per second patch out for uh, for Watchdogs Legion. I don't need the I don't need the ray tracing, you know as much i want an option i could want to turn it on or off that's what i that's what i that's what i request by the way mav is your song on uh spotify yet soundcloud are no it's not it? no it's not. Are, you, are, you, are you gonna promote it are you gonna promote it in your tweets uh, no i don't want anybody to actually listen to it i, I was nervous uh, to actually put it up there do you want to do a collab with crypto on it i, I would love to collab with crypto on, on anything that guy's awesome <laughs> 60 frames per second. Whoa. Yeah. We could, get like a, we could get like a remix. We could just get a remix version. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Yeah, so Mav, you know, if, if you have it. that track, maybe we can mix it up with Crypto's Woo and send it to him and see if he likes it. Yeah, 60 frames per second. Whoa. Yeah, so uh, that the track <laughs> the, it was one of the free YouTube ones. Uh, but, you know, I added my own lyrics to it. You know? Um, well, we're going to have... Hey, if you guys like that stuff... Let me know. I'll I'll do other stupid stuff like that. I was actually going to make an Xbox video with like trailers and stuff, and that's just what ended up happening instead. <laughs> I opened up my video maker, and that's what came out. I don't know why. You know, it just I got inspired by the it's song. A lot less I think. work. Yeah. Well, it's that's one thing. It it, it it was a lot less work. That's the honest. <laughs> that's the honest truth about it. <laughs> and 
but hey, I love the comments on it. I it seems like some of you guys like that stuff, like like me being stupid, and that's great because I don't mind being laughed at. <laughs> um, anybody have any more comments? I would no, I don't want to ask that because I don't want this to drag. <laughs> Four, but hey, oh, three I bit. Well, three bit. I got ten billion questions. For three bit right now just popped in my head. I'm sure you do. Hey, <laughs> clowns! If you feel like playing Halo later, I, we can have Professor Three Bit smashing, popping heads while diagnosing uh, our DNA three <laughs> and when it's actually going to happen. Um, or or clowns, you can you can you can set it up so uh, Professor Three Bit comes on Four Guys with Quarters. I mean, you know, I'm sure he'd love to. Yeah, I, you know, we can get him back on there and ask him if the DirectX architecture could lead to Sony copying the Velocity architecture if DirectX leads to Velocity <laughs> architecture. <laughs> oh, did I just put my question I mean... in there? Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, and by the way, everybody, normally we don't mention PS5 or anything on here. Uh, I... This is not a PS5 bashing thing here. I am going to own one. I'm going to love to play the games on it. This is for comparison's sake because there's been people out there saying a lot of nonsense about uh, the Xbox dev tools. And for comparison's sake, Professor 3-Bit wanted to set things straight. So um, that, that's that. Um, hey, we got... How do we... I will, I will oh, go ahead. answer all these and Halo. <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, i was just saying i'm getting questions in chat no that's so awesome I'll, I'll, dude i'll answer all these on halo and and other stuff so uh if you send uh three bit will i also answer your questions if you dm him but he does require a one dollar donation in order <laughs> to have your question answered um because it, he says it, it does cost him time to to try and teach us layman's um babe how do we end this show every week uh, with the Game Pass Game of the Week. And this week it is The Witcher 3. And I believe that we chose that because it is soon going to be coming off of Game Pass. Yes. So uh, I think it's coming off on the 15th of March. So this is a public service announcement, everybody. Uh, this is one of the... This is like the RPG of the last generation. This is one of the best RPGs ever made. Um, if you want to experience The Witcher 3 in all of its glory and not pay for it, um, this is your last opportunity. Um, you got 10 days, I think, to play it. Uh, get that, Try that game out if you haven't. Um, anybody have any uh, quick comments on The Witcher 3? It's going to be getting an upgrade uh, soon. Um, uh, yeah. That is part of the patch plans. Well, obviously, with the cyberpunk situation, we don't know sure when it's going to happen, but you know what? If you haven't experienced it yet, grab it. Uh, I think it's still cheap. I can't remember. I was just going to look it up, but I think it's yeah. still cheap uh, right now as well. Uh, so pick it up because uh, they are going to launch a, a free uh, next-gen patch, so there's no reason not to play it. I actually picked up the physical copy of the Game of the Year edition. Uh, I found it for like 10 bucks. Uh, just waiting for that new patch because yeah. I haven't completed it yet, so I'm going to dive back in. So It's a good game. And I, I think that's a, a wise choice for, you know, the Game Pass uh, topic here because The Witcher 3 was a fantastic RPG and I think it really shined the light on what CD Projekt Red is capable of doing in the right ways. Yeah. And, you know, it's something that they fixed throughout time and they kept adding stuff to. And it's just, I mean, it's fun. It's long. 
It's humorous. It's ridiculous. So, I mean, yeah. You know, good game. Good, good game. Yeah, and to answer uh, Hertog Vin's... Uh, Three bits yeah. smiling like he knows something. What does he know? Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I was He's... cracking up at Avish. Like, Avish's comment, like, for some reason got me. <laughs> That's a good a terror terror flops, flops, does anyone, does anyone pick, pick it up? up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and oh yeah. For some reason that that really got me. I don't know why. Yeah, it's a good joke. Oh, humor. Yeah, uh, humor. sorry, clowns. What you saying? Oh, that's all right. I know. I like that joke. We could rock with that. No, but I just you know, Witcher Three was a fantastic title, and uh, it is pretty cheap, I believe, uh, at this point in stage. You can get it almost on anywhere cheap. It's if you haven't played it yet, you need to play it. If you love RPGs and you like Skyrim, Witcher 3 is going to fill that void for you. And you are just going to love that game and you're never going to want to stop playing it. And if you do stop playing it and you try to go back to play the DLC, you're going to have to start it all over again because you're going to forget the controls. So don't do that because I did that. And uh, I'm stuck in the DLC now because I forgot the controls. So just, uh, (laughs) you know, some wise advice there because it's a great game. Yeah, and uh, the patch, uh, we had some questions. The patch is going to be free. It's getting the Series X enhancements. So, CD Projekt Red isn't all bad, um, everybody. Hey, uh, 3-Bit, you got, you got any comments on Witcher 3? Quick. Um, similar to Clowns, like, every time I, I'm, like, near the very end of Witcher, I, you know, I'll take a break and come back to the game, like, weeks later, and I feel like I have to start the game over because yeah. the controls <laughs> are, um, you know, it has a bit of a learning curve, I, I think. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. But... Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't take long. I've awesome. restarted playing I'm it three waiting. times, I think, and you just keep, like, going back, and it would... I think an hour or two in, it starts to click. Um... To to go back to the Witcher with for the uh, next gen patch, I, I kind of want to go back and, and try it when the the next gen patch comes out. I don't know where when it's going to come out because CD Projekt Red's priorities right now are probably not the Witcher. Yeah, they're, they're dealing with a lot right now. But I I hope uh, to see it soon so I could go back and experience that game. It has amazing stories. The side quests feel like main missions which i i can't say for a lot of games where where the side missions are, are just like j- just as cool as the main missions i would say yeah um yeah great game pass great game pass get for sure all right well uh i think that's gonna do it um also hey guys check out the witcher netflix series it's awesome Speaking of that, um, but that's going to do it for this week. I want to thank everybody in the chat for hanging out. Uh, we had a lot of awesome people here again. Uh, and we're going to be playing Halo after, you know, if anybody wants to stop by and hang out and play some Halo, um, and that's going to be an open party. I got to go run out and get my daughter a new headset because she broke her turtle beaches just a little while ago. Um, and I have to run out and get her one. Otherwise, I'll feel like selfish for not for being able to play and her not. So uh, I will run out and do that real quick. And I'm going to be back with Halo. Um, I hope everybody had fun out there talking about all these awesome Xbox topics. 
Um, and just for our outros, real quick, uh, clowns, where can everybody find you, sir? Um, four guys recorders. Yeah, that was really quick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, well uh, I, I can do. I can, uh, real quick, real quick. We have a special interview coming up with Jimmy Palmiotti, who's in the comic book industry, and another special guest on that show as well, and another special guest on that show as well. And then after that, we're gonna have the voice of Pan Am on Four Guys Reporters, <laughs> and we're also gonna have an interview with the guy who did Moving Out, uh, SMG Studios. He's gonna come on for an interview, Ooh. and. Uh, I had someone else and I forgot, but yes, those are the interviews coming up. Awesome. And and three bit helped secure one of the special guests there. Oh yes, Um, he did. So shout out to you, man, for that. Um, now also, uh, by the way, thanks clowns for coming on. And, um, again, I want to make sure I don't forget this. Uh, GoFundMe in the, is still in the description and for, uh, Dizzy his family. Uh, so if anybody, uh, it's just diving in here. Uh, that was a, a very, you know, sad thing that happened this past week. The community lost a great person, um, and there's a GoFundMe for his family. So check that out. Um, now, Three uh, Bit, where can everybody find you except for uh, geeking out on tech? <laughs> uh, you guys could find Three uh, Bit on Twitter. It's the video games HD or the VGHD. Uh, on YouTube, is the video games HD, and I podcast here every Friday. I podcast uh, every Thursday on Boom Show. I've been seeing Pong on there a lot more, so that's cool. I hope he's on there again next Thursday. Um, on Four Guys Recorders? I don't know. Well, I, I guess Four Guys Recorders. I think that's the 11th show. On the, on the 11th. And um, we will. Yeah, it's eleventh, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. The Halo tournament plus tomorrow. That's at twelve o'clock. So, um, thank you guys for coming. The chat has been awesome. Uh, clowns, thanks so much for coming. Check out the GoFundMe. Um, that was such a good stream. And if you guys can find the stream too, go. Go check that out. It was an amazing stream. Um, a lot of great people in the community dropped by, and uh, it, it definitely teared me up <laughs> a little bit uh, hearing everybody's stories and, and how much one person can uh, mean to a whole community. That's not just, you know, people just playing. It, it's a little bit more than that. So definitely go check it out um, and go support the GoFundMe and, and help out um, Zeke. So that's what I got to say. Awesome, man. And Pong Soul, my man, my uh, brother, my uh, second wife. Where are we going to see you at, man? Uh, well, you're going to see me here. First of all, great, great show again, guys. Xbox Ultimate every Friday night. Uh, this is the place to be. Uh, I know uh, everybody's got things to do, but man, we're, we are an easy listen. Uh, I know uh, I'm biased because I'm on this show, but man, this is a good time. This is a relaxed show, uh, and I love it. Clowns, thank you so much for coming out, buddy. I always love being on panels with you, man. Uh, always a great time. Yeah, I think uh, we need to have, clown, uh, have to Pong say. Soul on four guys sometime soon. 
Clowns. Yes, I agree. And that's that's it's been rumored weird. for a while. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know uh, who who released that information or or where that was said, but that has been rumored. So. Uh, we'll have to see if that comes to fruition. Um, but uh, otherwise, uh, you know what? You can find me on uh, this show and then Saturday nights on the Shop Podcast with PTK Blam, uh, Fuzzy, Belvedere, Centurion, and, uh, of course, Stagarilla. And uh, that is 9, or excuse me, that is 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Saturday nights. It's a short show, guys. Uh, I know Saturday nights can be busy for everybody, but really, we we run a little bit over an hour and that's it. And it's quick and uh, it's fun and it's a good time. And this week we've got Everborn Saga on uh, again. Uh, and he is fantastic. Uh, so come on, come on by tomorrow night and check us out. Um, otherwise, you never know. I'm going to show up like three bits said, man. Uh, Boom's got me coming off the bench quite frequently lately. So, you know, when anybody, when anybody uh, cancels out on him, I'm, I seem to be uh, asked. So, uh, you never know where you'll find me. Otherwise, Pong Soul everywhere, mm-hmm. Twitter, Xbox. Mm-hmm. Give me a follow. Uh, I'll follow you back. And uh, again, chat. You guys are amazing. Every week, man. You guys have been turning up, and we love you all. Um, and, uh, you know, just remember, guys, like I said in the beginning, um, you know, it, it, it always sounds cheesy, but it really does uh, come into focus when, when a week like this happens. You know, hug, hug those closest to you. Give them kisses. Tell them you love them. Because you just don't know uh, if you've been holding off on texting somebody or giving somebody a call or reaching out to somebody you haven't to and haven't uh, in a while, uh, please do so. Uh, please do so. You just never know who you're going to touch out there uh, and make a, make a day better uh, or you know at least get to say something to somebody um, one final time because um, you just don't know. So love you all. Uh, thanks again for showing up and I uh, can't wait till next Friday night, guys. It's, it's a week away and it's, it already feels like too long. You know, 100%. All right, babe. Where besides uh, downstairs right now, can uh, everybody find you? Well, it's hard to follow that. That was <laughs> off. Yeah. But Pong, I think Pong Soul may do some of the best uh, outros. Yes, for sure. Um, you can find me on Twitter at KLNX0615. You can find me here every Friday. You can find me playing games on the Xbox. Um, we have the Halo tournament tomorrow. And I think we'll be streaming a lot more Among Us because I can't <laughs> stop thinking about it now. Yeah. <laughs> I played for the first time yesterday, and at first yeah, I didn't. Fun. I was like so confused. I was like, "I'm never gonna get this." But then, as the game went on, I was like, "This is so fun!" Yeah, check that out. We had we had, I streamed that yesterday. Three uh, bit introduced us to it. Um, shout out to uh, everybody that we're playing with. Um, I it, also uh, want to thank Clowns for being here. Um, it was awesome having you here, and. Thank you to the chat, who is awesome as always. Absolutely. All right. So, guys, uh, you can find me here on uh, Xbox Ultimate. Also, hey, Sundays, guys, check out Fun Pop Podcast, 3 p.m. Eastern here on the Fun Speculation YouTube channel, uh, where we get to see 3-Bit's other side. It's not Professor 3-Bit. This is uh, this is comic book 3-Bit. Uh, <laughs> the, the Marvel, Marvel, I'll call him Marvel three bit, and you'll get to see him. We'll Mark, talk about 
lots of fun things uh, on Sundays where uh, movies, TV shows. We're going to have some uh, fun talks about the uh, mutants. Uh, we're also going to talk about WandaVision uh, and more. Uh, Sundays at 3 p.m. Eastern, Fun Pop Podcast. All right, guys. Um, it's been real. It's been fun. We love you all. I got to go buy my daughter a headset. So <laughs> y'all have a great one. Take it easy. Bye bye. Later, guys. <laughs> Later. <laughs> Is that her? Yeah. Is she standing right there? <laughs> oh. Thank you.